I was up in the club with my homies. What's up, my homies? Here it is, what we are going to talk about today on the Keel Podcast. How about them Chiefs? The Leafs lose two important points and Freddy's neck is gone. <laughs> and the Battle of Alberta is a battle once again. The Battle of Alberta. Talking about Buzz and Big Boys and Bufflin. Bufflin is uh, jetting, as you say, out of Winnipeg. All that and more coming up on the Cue Podcast. Beep. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome back to another episode of the Keel Podcast. I am your host, Alex Keel. Alongside me, the insider of the insiders. Tyler Keel. Radar 2, we have a live look in here at the Michigan State football program. Live look in at the Michigan Wait, State what? football program. What? Oh. Oh, no. You hate to... Yep. You hate to see it. You hate to see it. <laughs> you, hate to, you hate to see it. I love this thing. I love my phone. My phone's a wonderful thing. This mixer is a wonderful thing. Cocaine's a hell of a drug. <laughs> <laughs> Cocaine's a hell of a drug. <laughs> okay. All right. So, if you anyone oh, question, okay. what do you mean? What's wrong with Michigan State football? Well, Mark D'Antonio retired. Well, retired. I'm using air quotes right now. He, no, no, he retired. He was not fired. He was not. Yes, Alex. The same way as people parting ways. So, all right. Here is what. See, uh, but since he retires, he gets that, that good uh, retirement pay, you know? Well, apparently this you know? was. So. You got I, the story up. I, I, did, I just pulled it up here. So here is what apparently happened. Breaking news. Chun, chun. Okay, this was breaking about. Six hours ago. Still breaking news for today. But there was a... First, there was lawyers of former Michigan State... I'm taking this off DetroitNews.com, by the way. Lawyers for former MSU football staffer Curtis Blackwell are alleging that D'Antonio committed multiple NCAA violations, while D'Antonio's defense team is calling the case a sham, according to the latest court documents, in a case that long has lingered over Michigan State University and the football program. So, Alex, what we're pretty much what we're saying is D'Antonio is pulling a Pete Carroll. Are we surprised? Well, yes, question mark? I don't know. It's, it's his just... His name. What's, what's his last name? D'Antonio. Yo, yeah, it's Italian. So it's, it's, you think D'Antonio... D'Antonio. Yeah, you know, that Lansing mob, you know. All the, the Italians there in Lansing. Let me tell you. Kelly's grandmother lived there. There were no Italians in Lansing. Just a lot of Dutch. <laughs> no, that's Holland. But no, it's it's just it was funny because we were I was driving I was doing a lot of traveling day with work, and I was on the laptop. Another guy was driving, and we were listening to ESPN Radio here in Grand Rapids, ninety six one FM. Ninety six one FM. And it was just all of a sudden these guys. I don't know what show it was. Big Drew, whatever the heck the show is called. Don't know. Probably never listen to him ever again. Sure. Just because they, the way they talk just makes me... It's, it's more annoying than we are, Alex. That's saying something. That is saying something and a half. Continue. So they were going like five minutes. We had a whole show planned up like I, how, how I go. Oh, we had the whole... Here was the difference. Here was the difference. They had music in the background. Just random like instrumental music that you can use without you know getting sued stuff. 
even though right. we have proper copyright. But not proper, but it yeah, does the job. Shut up. I so I'm like I'm like what what are they going to talk about? All of a sudden, Mark D'Antonio is no longer the head coach at Michigan State, and I'm like laptop. I'm like, there's got to be a reason behind this, right? You don't just up and quit the day before National Signing Day. Legitimately. The, yeah. And here's the best part. The best part is they were all like, how can he do this? How can he just leave the program? I'm like, Did, I'm like do we need to call him in and let them know about this? Because clearly, like I said, Pete Carroll did a wonderful thing, got out of Dodge, won national championship at USC, won a Super Bowl at Seattle. Literally left the USC program in shambles. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying Mark D'Antonio is going to be an NFL coach. I mean, granted, there's going to be plenty of jobs he, out oh, there. Oh, he, he, he totally could. Yeah, he totally could, too. So could have Brian Kelly, but that did not work out. So could have Charlie Weiss. That would not have worked out if he ever did. Thank goodness. Didn't Harbaugh start in Stanford, then go to Baltimore? Yeah. Or was it the other way around? He, no, he went to San Francisco. You're thinking of John Harbaugh in Baltimore. Jim That's went, what it was. Jim went to Stanford and then San Francisco. San Francisco, and he's back in college. That's right. But anyways, that's something I feel like I should mention for all of our West Michigan fans out there, just because of how funny it was. It was just weird, like how just random it was. Yeah, and I mean, okay. As a Michigan fan, I'm not surprised. I hate Michigan State. I would love that to That door's going to come swinging open behind you if you're not that, careful. That's fine. I, <laughs> just know, I, know, I know Kelly's here, and I know oh, there's, oh, the there's the door. Hello. Hi. Yes, we're talking about it. We, I told you to turn your movie on so you didn't hear us talking about it. Okay, first of all, when you say like you hate Michigan Alex, put the mic closer to her. That's stupid. Give me that headset. Oh, boy. She's putting the headset on. Oh, boy. We got John Madden joining the show today. Okay, first of all, when you say you hate Michigan State as a Michigan fan, Alex, looking at you. What? It's petty. How is it petty? It's a rivalry. I get the rivalry. I get the in-state rivalry part. But like you can't, you can't deny that great players have come out of Michigan State. That have been great football players for teams that I know you've cheered for. Okay. Oh yeah. Listen, Charles Rogers was not a good player for the Lions. Let's get that out of the way right now. And Drew Stanton was a perennial third stringer. Hey, hey, at least you get Connor Cooks going is starting in the XFL. Oh yeah, the XFL (laughs) Extreme Football. Hold on, hold on. Okay, so here's the thing. I can respect players all day long, but I can still hate the team, and I can still dislike the university. Why? Because I can. For what reason? You have to have a good reason besides the, okay. besides the rivalry to hate okay. Michigan Here, State. Here's my, pers- here's my personal it's reason. It's not like they're Ohio State. That's fair. I, okay. Maybe if you were, okay. if you were. Hold if, on, hold on, hold on here. Hold on, let me, let me, let me speak. Let me me retract my first initial statement, and I will – I'll edit it a little bit. I very much dislike Michigan State, purely on the fact that I don't like how their athletic program is set up. I don't like that there is – okay. I don't like their curriculum. I don't like how pretentious people are about getting into Michigan State. That's a whole personal thing. Pretentious people are about Michigan State. Have you talked to people who have gotten into Michigan? Yes. They. It's, it's a, that's a, That's on, a very. It is the. It's a very similar. It's the atmosphere. same. It's the exact same. People it's who go to Michigan think thing. they're they're pretentious assholes too. And so. thirdly, did I say I don't like how their athletics are ran? 
I'll put it this way. You've I like, never played for their athletic programs, ever. So, like... How it's ran. I like Michigan because they focus a lot on it. And they, 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 they just... I like Michigan, they okay? They focus more on sports bear, and academics? How about wow, this? Wow, that's not good. Oh, they do so much freaking stuff. Half of Michigan is just Michigan because Metro Health now. I digress. I very much dislike Hello, Michigan State. However, when they're playing Ohio State, I'll root for Michigan State. How about that? I've come to talk that Oh, better? it's better than Tyler. I asked Tyler. Oh, if, you, if Michigan State was playing Ohio State, who would you root for? I changed the game. That, he does that. Yeah, because you're stupid and petty. Okay, if it's Tyler. a football game, yes. If it's a hockey game, I'll watch it because, oh my gosh, there's college hockey on TV. So you'd rather, so if you had to cheer for Michigan State or Ohio State? I would root for whoever the goaltender makes more saves. I'm talking about football. I want it to be a 3-2 game. <laughs> Someone's going to win on a field goal after a safety. And if it was Ohio State, you'd be happy? No, absolutely not. Exactly. So who would you cheer for? Your logic's completely irrelevant. Help. Help, Alex. Yeah, no, you're lost on this one. You started this whole thing. Get us out of it. Okay, simple. How about this? How Can about we get a commercial break? Do we have I a commercial don't think you, I, I just don't no. think it's fair. I'll I don't resolve think this problem in, in three seconds. No, Ready? you won't. Count me down. Three, two, one. No. Kelly, I won't correct you when you say cool at the wedding. How about that? Deal. Deal. All right. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy, she's coming back in. What? I she said she well, I got the headset back on, so uh, that's Shake enough. Shake her hand, darn it, so we can continue with the show. Bro, keep barging it. Hey, come on. <laughs> Grab that hand. Shake it. Shake the hand. Or else shake it, Alex. Be a man and shake the hand. Thank goodness. God bless us, everyone. Holy mother. What the heck just happened? What just happened? What just happened here? Michigan versus Michigan State. I guess. A house divided. Well, here's the thing. 364 days out of the year... It's perfect. This is a wonderful relationship her and I have. We love each other. We respect each other. We, you know what? Hey, basketball, uh, basketball, I care less about. You know, if Michigan wins in basketball, we, Michigan State wins. If uh, Michigan loses, I just don't care. Hockey, on the other hand, what? Where did my coffee go? Oh, I oh, moved you it. it over there. I moved uh, it yes, because she was going to probably sleep. I moved your coffee because our table here is. good? I got my head set back on. I can't hear a thing. You can't hear a thing? You can't hear it? Just making sure. Can you hear me? I can hear you just fine. Oh, yeah, I can hear you. Okay, good. Okay, yeah, because we had to change headsets because we still only have a two headset set up. We, don't for have, some we reason, haven't figured out the peanut gallery mic. So you need, like, power to go into these in order to, like, because that's why the phantom power things. I think. I have to do more. I may have to go talk with her dad cause, to try to get the headset to work because the headset her brother-in-law got me. I can make it work, but it sounds like garbage, and I should not be do- what I what I had to do to actually get it to work was too much work for it, so I'm actually have to get legitimate headsets after the wedding. Uh, maybe. So I need someone to drop $400 on the wedding for us. <laughs> well, have you gotten your tax returns back? No, because i got to wait for Berlin to send me my 1099. Because I could guess how much I made, but yeah, I know if I do that. And... Taxes suck. What were we talking about? We were talking about D'Antonio. Oh, that's yeah, about... yeah. Yeah, but yeah, that's about it for that one. I very much dislike Michigan State. Uh, yeah, well, it is what it is. Gymnastics! Oh, God, do you... A little bit stuffy in here. It is. Hey, your mic's a little far from your face, there, bud. Is it? Yeah, that's okay. probably why you can barely hear yourself. Oh, that's probably why. Adjust your, move your ear forward. If you move your ear forward, you, the mic comes in front is of you. Is that good? I mean, it looks fine. I mean, it just I could tell. You could tell. I, yeah, I could tell. I could tell. I, I could mean, t- as long as people can hear me just fine. Well, now, like now, I'm now I'm overpowering. 
Well, then turn yours down and turn mine up. Well, just put it in front of your face like this. Well, I'm trying to. The yeah. thing's only so long. If you, see, there you go. You're getting better. Tilt, like, pull the ear a little I'm forward. On. Pull this ear a little forward. Well, I want it on my ear. Well, it, it's... Hello! Oh. oh, wow! Okay, good. Good. Glory. I think better. I think this is the first time we've ever done a show here on the Kill Podcast. Welcome to the first episode of TKP. What's that Turkish Communist Party stuff you're talking about? No idea. Welcome to the show. Anyhoot. Anywho, huh? Speaking of football. 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 Super Bowl football. How about them Chiefs? How about them jalapeno poppers, eh? Ooh, those, those were, were not some. jalapeno poppers. They were uh, stuffed jalapenos wrapped in bacon. The jalapeno poppers wrapped in bacon. Pretty much what those they were. They were not jalapeno poppers. They were st- if they were deep fried, oh my gosh. If those were deep fried, I would I probably would have died. I, I ba- actually would have died. I, they were just too good, man. Listen, was, you you tell someone that you're gonna there's this delicious food with bacon and jalapenos and it's filled with cheese and that person just so happens to not be so good with cheese. I'm not still so gonna good eat, with milk. I'm still gonna eat it. It was very very good. It was delicious. But there was also the well, there was that. There nah, was, we don't need to talk about our food platter. Oh, we had a lot of food. We get it. The, I'll be honest. The tacos were kind of an over. I think they overdid the tacos. Football guacamole was not that good. Hot take. Sorry, Dad. It was okay. Yeah, I, it could have been done. He said he put chili powder in it. Where was the chili powder? Well, what did he do? He, put like a little sprinkle? He, well, he made it the day of, like a couple hours before. It needs time to set. I've done it fine on the day of, though. That's nah. the thing. Anyways, football. Football. So, um, yes, this is a hot. Hold on. There is, this is a hockey show. We'll get to the hockey later. We just, it's a Super Bowl. It's a big deal. It is a big deal. Now, what was this? Uh, like 7.5 million viewers in Canada? Something like oh gosh, it was something ridiculous. Yeah, it was it was a really good big audience. A lot of a lot of people well, loved football um, and such. Yeah, because uh, TSN reported it. I mean, and okay, so here in the United States, the Super Bowl is a big, huge effing deal. Well, it was a big deal because um, Deverney Tardif, the lineman, he he's from Canada, so the Canadian won the Super Bowl. Sure. So yes. There have yeah, Laurent Deverney. Duver- oh gosh, Deverney, Deverney Tardif. I can't. Sure. I my tongue. My here's coffee in my brain. It's going to my tongue, and my tongue is probably running a flat tire right now. Just that's what exactly what's going on. See, that's why I'm telling you. Maybe you should just go straight tea. Honestly, no, because I, I was falling asleep before you got over here. Before I started drinking coffee, like I was not gonna be able to make it through this show. Well, have, have it's you- either incoherent, like just not knowing what I'm talking about, or it's. Too fast. There's extremes. There's no in between. There's no middle ground. It's well sometimes. That's usually when the co- coffee starts to wear off. That's why I have coffee about an hour before. Hey, I'm sorry. Football. Football. Let's get the football so we get to the hockey. Football. Okay, so I'm not a Chiefs fan. I'm not a 49ers fan. It was one of those things where, as an American, I was watching football. As I was an watching American. I was watching the Super Bowl because it has become a national pastime and it's a holiday. It is a holiday and it's a thing. And people wanting, people wanting, and also taking the Monday after the Super Bowl off because they were partying, and the whole reasoning why they might move it to Saturday, it's, no, it's a thing. Don't move it to Saturday. Keep it on Sunday because I want Monday off. Because you want to know why, Alex? Or you could no. just have a Saturday game and then you have all Sunday to rest. No, here's the thing, Alex. Because in Canada they have something called a family day, family weekend where they have Saturday, Sunday, and Monday off. They just give you a three-day weekend. Just no reason. Yeah, spend time with your family an extra day. They take off school, take off work, take off everything. It's a, I, think, I think it's done in September, September, October. I forgot when 
because we had it in Lucknow. It was the weirdest thing because we were just closed. Like everything was shut down. You had two Sundays in a row in Canada. Nothing was open. Tyler, this is the United States. We have plenty of holidays, but when there are no, because there's Labor Day in Canada too. But that's what I'm saying. There's a Labor Day in Canada too. But that's what I'm saying. There needs to be a Monday holiday, just a random Monday holiday. So you want to call it Motivational Monday? Motivation to do nothing. That makes no sense. It makes perfect sense. Why Motivation. Just, why don't you just call it Super Bowl, Super Bowl Monday? Super Bowl Hangover Day. I mean, you probably hangover. Because not everyone drinks. That's true. Super Bowl Monday resting period day. Yeah? Title pending. Yes. Title pending. Um, no. But no, so I'm, I'm watching this as just a football fan. I'm like, you know what? Patrick Mahomes has got a lot of good. Of... Okay, you don't know how much before this game I was like, okay, I need to watch stuff about Patrick Mahomes. I need to know actually who he is. Apparently, he's a freaking football genius. So, yes, and uh, I'm probably more of the well-versed sports guys between the two of us. Like, I mean, you like specific sports. I like, I pretty much follow mostly everything. I follow, like, I could tell it. Okay, I follow most sports, but the sports that I delve, like, deep into are the niche sports. I, I will agree with that. So well, I'm versed in football. Well, if you then you don't know who Patrick Patrick Mahomes is I know, literally. I know who Patrick Mahomes. He's like is. Ma- he's like Magic Johnson, but football. Well, I knew who Patrick Mahomes was before you know. Yeah, going you know, into Detroit him. Tigers first round pick. Yeah, yeah. By the way, well, actually, no, it wasn't a first round pick. He was a 37th round pick. But whatever. Here's a draft pick. Yeah. Fun fact for all the listeners that are from the Grand Rapids area slash West Michigan. Um, the Detroit Tigers are better at drafting Super Bowl winning quarterbacks and Super Bowl starting winning quarterbacks than the Detroit Lions with their 37th round pick, Patrick Mahomes. Because Bobby Lane was too old to be in the Super Bowl by the time the NFL and AFL merged. Well, before I mean, excuse me, when the Super Bowl actually became a thing. But I just, I'm glad. Isn't that a, just a crazy thing that Patrick Mahomes was drafted by Two different leagues. Bo Jackson was. See, Bo Jackson did both. That's true. And I don't think Patrick... That's a whole, that's a whole thing in itself. But Patrick I, Mahomes, it, dude, the guy, I knew about him, but I did not know him. I knew who this he was. This guy is freaking... He's a wizard with the ball. It's like when they say, like, oh, yeah, Draymond Green, he's a, guy play, he's a really good NBA player. Oh, he played at Michigan State. Couldn't have told you. Yeah, Draymond Green's a great player, but he's not Steph Curry. Well, yes. Russell Westbrook's a great player, he's but not, he's not Steph Curry. He's not Kevin Durant. Hey, Oklahoma City, uh, Oklahoma City jokes. Yeah, well, Kevin Durant's all sorts of over the place. So he's everything. He's Dennis Rodman in half. Now, actually, no, Dennis Rodman. Listen, Dennis he, Rodman. he got his championship, and now he's done. And he tried cracking open beers, or should I say, championships? He was like just smacking beers. Together. That was that was the greatest thing. Just in there, I'm gonna crack open beer like Stone Cold. Bing, bing. Ping. I'm like, he's like, I don't know why it's not cracking. And so somebody has to open his own beer. Yeah, because you're supposed to open the beers first, you dumb dumb. Even I knew that when I was doing that with Coca Cola. And absolutely just, that, that was, I'll be honest, I've done beer bashes and Coca Cola bashes. Beer bashes are a lot cleaner. Coke. Well, because sugar. Yes. That's literally the reason why. Like, thank goodness we did that like when we were up north. And we could just jump in the river so you don't have to worry about like, Having to go to the shower with Coke all over you. I did that at home. I just Coca Cola to- all over you. I have to may have to specify because you say Coke all over you. Everyone's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> but it was a good game. People were all well, it's excited funny. about. It's funny because Patty Mahomes really, if 
he was an MVP for 15 minutes. The first three quarters, he was meh. But then all of a sudden, he's like, hey, that Tom Brady guy is not here. I saw that Hulu commercial at halftime. Let's take this game over like him. And he just did. Well, pa- okay. Patrick Mahomes was not MVP for 15 minutes. Patrick Mahomes was playing the strategy. Andy Reid just gave him the ball. He's like, all right, here's what we're going to do. Andy Reid, big mustache here, big body, likes cheeseburgers. All right, Patrick. It might even be a double. Patrick, here's what we're going to do. You're going to suck for the first three quarters. What? You're going to suck for the first three quarters, whether you like it or not. And then, as soon as they are winning this game, (laughs) you're going to come flying out in the fourth quarter with three touchdowns and three consecutive drives. Got it? Okay, you sure that's going to work, Coach? Yep, I've only not won a Super Bowl my entire career, so I have no idea what I'm doing here. (laughs) And that's how they won. Sure. Hey, Andy Reid tried to win Super Bowl 39 by beating the Patriots. He's like, you know what? They're not here this time. We're going to just do something completely stupid. It's going to work. And it worked. Well, it wasn't stupid. Okay, what I just explained was stupid. You are stupid. I'm pretty sure he didn't try to lose the game and try to throw an interception like purposely, but I don't know. It was just a rough... Like, tale of events, and they came back. Patrick Mahomes did what he always does, and he hyped up the team, got everyone on the same page. They played great defense. Their offense was kicking, and they they purely just shut them down. They got three scoring drives in a row. That's what's... And that, Garoppolo just... He still got, he still got more passing. He cracked. That, yeah. that's, that's just what happened. Yeah. Uh, Garoppolo, you know, I'll give it to him. He had a great performance. But when the going got tough, he was not going anymore. Yeah, I mean, it's just how she goes. It, he just cracked. How about the commercials, though? Commercials were I, good. I was underwhelmed. Commercials were good. There's a couple good ones. Obviously, I, obviously, the Google one was just heart-wrenching in every single way. Google did that so well. They did oh, the well. remembering one? Yep. Oh, that, that one was good. There uh, was the Hulu, the Tom Brady Hulu one was great because everyone's like, what's going to... And then he says, Hulu has more than just live sports. Oh, that was the best ad. And then he drops the, I'm not going anywhere. And then Ab Schefter, like an hour later, says, uh, they're going to give him to Las Vegas. Because <laughs> the Raiders. They're going to give him to the Raiders. Which is funny because... Wait, is he actually going to the Raiders? They, it's speculation from Schefter. Oh, you know what, dude? Okay. Listen, I'm just saying it'd be hilarious after the tuck rule set about 18 years ago. The Raiders are not okay. How do I got a problem with the Raiders? How do I put it? Tom Brady wants to go to a team that he possibly think can win. San Francisco, (laughs) take over Grappolo's job just like he did. No, he could just grapple your back on the bench there, buddy. Watch Daddy show you how it's done. I have no doubt in my mind that the Forty Niners are going to be a favorite to go back to the Super Bowl next year. No doubt about it. That team's good. And also, Tom Brady's going to make him a legitimate threat. Either that or Kansas City, if everything goes well for them, they could win again. So you're telling me Patrick Mahomes has got to get hurt again? Is that all you're saying? Patrick Mahomes does not get got to get hurt. He doesn't have to get hurt. So it makes it's a great a, story, though. No. It wouldn't. Okay, not everyone can just be the Connor McDavid was, of their sport. Was there a Doritos commercial this year? I just thought about that. A Doritos commercial? I don't think there was. Wasn't a Doritos commercial, man. There was technically a Bud Light commercial, but yeah, because Bud Light and Tide co-pay. Okay, the it's expensive to have a commercial in the Super Bowl. It's extremely expensive. It's four point six million dollars for 
30 seconds. seconds. That's why the one year, the highlight commercial. No, that's one 30 second slot. Yeah. One 30 seconds. So, and they did like what? So tied and tied by themselves. They paid for, I don't know how many 30 second ads. Cause they did the wonder woman one. They did the two with Bud Light. And I, wasn't there another one? They didn't like throughout the entire game, but I don't know if they were like full 30 second ads, but regardless, I, 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 yeah, they were entertaining. Some of them were good. Some of them were just meh. I literally had to go back and watch like the best of Super Bowl commercials. Just be like, all right, these were good ones. Cause I'll be, no, it's funny. Cause like, I'm looking back like, oh man, when I was a kid, they were so much better, but I'm pretty sure they were like, just like this year. Whereas like, there was like three or four good ones and the rest were just garbage. Mm-hmm. I will admit I could have done without the mask singer overdone because that show was stupid. Katie fell in love with it. Oh dear God. Yep. Oh no. She just li- she likes the concept and kind of like how everyone else does. There's a reason why they've had three seasons. Because Nick Cannon's sitting here like Mariah, I need more money to fund this show. It's like okay, I'll go and do another couple shows out in Vegas and we'll pay for it. I don't think they're together still, Ty. What? They're not really. They've been like to- apart for a while. Really. Yeah. Shows as much as I've been paying attention to E! News. Um, Sorry, I've been watching Maria Menounos. Menounos. The girl that Menounos. sent... The girl that's like the beginning of the... At the movie theaters, that newbie stuff. Uh, I don't know. Anyways, that person. Because Ryan... Does Ryan Seacrest still do E! News? This is how far, far behind I, I think am. he still does. I mean, he did New Year's Eve and whatnot. Well, yeah, of course. He, he took probably over does. Dick- I don't know. We should get to hockey. Oh, yeah. We've been going at this for about 20 minutes now, and we oh, haven't talked about God. hockey once. I told everybody that we were a hockey show, and then you and Kelly had to almost have World War Five, which somehow that skipped two wars. Hey, we haven't gotten to World War Three yet. We're close. They got to World War Three, but Twitter got to World War Six in a day and a half. So somehow four and five got skipped over. So I'm going to answer you guys at five because four's got to be something else. I don't know what it's going to be, but yes, the hockey. So last night, Florida Panthers, Toronto Maple Leafs, huge game. In the six, Scotiabank Arena. Two points on the line. Pretty much a must-win game. For the, I don't say a must-win. Oh yeah, yeah, this, you know what? At this point, screw it. February onward, must-win games for any team out of the playoffs. The Leafs, I talked about them last week. A team that needs to really start to get things together to win. This is a team that can't lose, in double, di- can't lose double digits from here on if they want to make the playoffs. Which starts with the team right ahead of them. Florida Panthers in the standings. So yes. It's starting to look more and more like there's a possibility that the wild card could be an option for a team in the Atlantic. By that, I mean just the least. I don't think Buffalo has enough to make a comeback. But that game last night was important, and the Leafs were giving it to them because that was for sole possession of... Because right now they're tied with 63. And however, Florida's played two less games. So technically right now, the Leafs are sitting on the outside. Tied in points, but regardless... It's a very important game. They're up 3-1. Things are looking good. They're playing well. And all, I mean, oh, we, we skipped over the fact that Freddie got hurt, but we'll get to that more in a second. 3-1 lead. They give it up. Hoffman scores a squeaker to make it 4-3. They pull the goaltender. And Mitch Marner and Austin Matthews, after maybe a, good, a pretty good chance by Marner, just gives the puck away. He's in the neutral zone. He's looking up ice, and him and Matthews are so close next to each other, they may as well have been just hugging each other. Martin tries to move the puck to his right and just gives it, gives it away, and the guy walks in, puts an empty netter, and game over. I literally said, I'm like, yes, and I almost tweeted this, but I did a double clutch, Alex, because I was very frustrated. I'm like, yes, give that puck away like you're going to give the playoffs away. 
That's literally what I was about to say. Because it's frustrating because you have a 3-1 lead like that and people were people gave Hutchinson the Bronx cheer. Look at the goals Hutchinson gave up. Tight rebound. A weird, yes, the Hoffman goal, weird bounce off the goal. I should, you should have that sealed tight better. I get that. Rebound goal out in front that he had, he'd stopped it three times right before that. I don't, I don't blame Hutchinson on this. But the team in front of him gave up, gave up on him, and that's how it went. That's, how, that's why they lost. Now, to the big story. First period. Frederick Anderson gets nudged here. All right, gets nudged. Looks a little woozy. Is Freddie okay? He's moving, but he's, he's still playing. He's not looking too good, though. He kind of got a little bit of a ding there, but all right, he's playing. He's trying to make saves. Okay, he's got to be active, right? He's still good. No concussion protocol needed. And then later on, Jake Muzzin and Vitrana going hard to the net. Jake Muzzin's like, I'm going to haul him down because that's just, I, I, that's the thought process that went through a former Stanley Cup champion's mind thinking it's the 2013 final or 2014 final, excuse me, or 2012, whatever final he wanted to pick. Take your pick. Hauls Vitrana down. Vitrana goes sliding into Frederick. Frederick gets taken out. And as soon as I saw him get hit, and I'm like, all right, that's it. Just take him out for his sake because it's going to be a long night for him. Thankfully, he did go out. He went under concussion protocol, and now he's day-to-day with a neck injury. Not traveling with the team tomorrow night to Madison Square Garden. Hutchinson's already going to get the call for that game. Casimir Kaskuswo was called up. But now we're going to see, Alex, if the Leafs can actually win without Freddie. Because right now it's day-to-day. And you know Frederick's going to try to play through it. Because Frederick, remember, was it a couple years ago he played, what, the last half of the season with a hip injury or something? Or, it was something. It was, I, he was, pl- he was playing he hurt. Was groin? He no, was it a, was Maybe it was his hip. Uh, okay. I just, I, my problem is I, now, now we're going to learn how good the Leafs actually are. If they're actually good. And I say if with a hard I-F. Well, this is how I see it, Tyler. I've, I've watched this team over the course of the season. You know, last season you can chalk it up to certain things, but this season it really, like you said, it, this shows whether or not this team is actually good. Freddie has been a core part of the aspect of this team. And it, yeah, it, he was he was a little weak in the, going into the All Star break, but but it Freddie can't bail him out all the time. I, that's what Fre- I'm saying. That's Freddie the, has been winning them games. Again and again and again and again. I don't know what the problem is. I don't know if it's the, you know, self, you know, or the hockey culture's p- proclaimed, like, Toronto curse or whatever. But this team is not performing to what they're supposed to be. This team has the manpower to be first in the division. But we, they're not. We are starting to they learn that. They are barely in a wild card spot. We are starting to barely. learn. Barely. Yes, I know. We're starting to learn. Well, they're, they're outside of a wild-card spot right now because right now the Islanders hold the second spot because the Islanders are just falling off the bus right now. They are going down. I was going to say something, but you know what? This is a PG program for the most part. But Down the pooper. Yes, there you go. The pooper? But it's... I just... It, it, we're starting to get the slight realization that maybe... It wasn't all Babcock. Now, yes, there are certain aspects to the Leafs game that's different with Keith, that, Tyson no, Berry, Justin no, Hall. It's not about Babcock anymore. It's, I, I told I we talked about this when I know, but when he was done. It's all about the Leafs now. I know it is about the Leafs. That's why I'm saying they got to figure it out themselves because they've given an opportunity to play 
the way they want to play. Play open. Tyson Berry's getting goals. He's getting points. All you right, wanted, Just, you Justin Martin Hall. And Justin, Matthews together. Justin, now Martin and Matthews are together. Justin Hall is playing the rover, and they're still winning games. But the fact is, they're losing games they shouldn't be losing. That's the problem. Now, granted, they were losing games before they shouldn't have been losing, but they're at the point now where losing is not an option. You cannot lose these points. You can't lose games like this. I know they have more games against Tampa coming up. I think they have another one against, I think, two more against Florida, if I'm not mistaken. Don't quote me on that. I'm not, I don't have the schedule right in front of me right now. They have Montreal on Saturday. I know Montreal is a team that seems well out of a playoff spot. They're eight points behind the Leafs. But they can still win. Uh, yeah, okay, it's possible, yes. They're not mathematically eliminated, but I'm not too... I mean, we'll get to more Hab stuff here when we get to our news and notes. Well, here's the thing. But though. my thing is, I just... They can't keep doing this if they want to be, be considered it for anything. Look at their season stats right now. Look at their wins versus losses. Look at the differential between wins and losses, and then look at their freaking goal differential. Plus 15, and they have 28. They're 28, 18, and 7 with plus 15 goals, plus 15 goal differential, and they're 4, 4, and 2 in okay. their last 10. So for the people at home that aren't looking at this right now, Tyler, how many goals have they allowed this season? They have allowed 176. Bingo. How many goals have they scored? 191. Okay. They have scored the only team, Alex, in the entire National Hockey League that has scored more goals than the Toronto Maple Leafs. Take a guess. It's Boston. Isn't it? No, Washington. Sorry. I was looking at him like, wait, there's nobody? No, Boston actually has 177. But the reason why they have a plus 40 goal differential is because Halak and Rask are... Uh, good goaltenders, and they have a solid defensive structure. The Leafs have not had a solid defensive structure. You want to know how long, Alex? Uh, maybe two months. Uh, I'm going to probably go with the good old 53 years. I'm serious. They have not had a solid decor in a very long time. Even when Tomas Caberlet was at his peak, when they had Brian Berard when he was young, when they had guys like Yuskevich and you had Markov giving the salute. Those guys, even then, were in, those guys were inconsistent. You want to know why they were inconsistent? Because they had Curtis Joseph behind them, robbing them every, bailing them out every single night. Similar to how Freddie's doing it right now. And you know, why what? do you think Freddie wore his, the the graphic of Cujo's pads at the, at the Centennial Classic a couple years ago? Because he's literally like, "Hey, I have to be like Curtis because I have to stop forty five every night." And that and that also is that was just, in the dead puck era too, by the way. Well, and that's just also an attribute of like, hey. There's a reason why Freddie's getting hurt all the time. Are you sure you can hear me just fine? Yeah. Okay, I'm just making sure. But there's a reason why it's taking such a toll on Freddie and how every single year it's, well, can Freddie you know, stay healthy? It's because he's doing so much for this team. And I, I look at this, and you, you, like I was trying to allude to, you look at the goal differential, and what does that tell you? Shows they're giving up a lot, and they're scoring a lot more. Either inconsistent goaltending. Which has been as of late, which it has been before the All-Star break. I'll give them that. I would say all season, but I, I, I continue. It's either inconsistent goaltending, not enough structure in the defensive end, or, and or your defensemen are just offensive players with you know a D on the stat well, sheet. Who is really the defensive? Okay. Or you're not scoring enough. So I look at this and I not say... Not scoring enough. Well, second in goals for. That's... Okay, they're scoring enough. Yes. They, they should have a scoring, plus They should scoring. have a plus 50 goal differential right now, Alex. They should. So, but look at their defensemen. 
Justin Hall, Tyson Berry. Justin Hall and Tyson Berry are offensive defensemen. They are not true defensemen. You probably continue. Looking at Rasmus Sandin, offensive. Offensive, yeah. Because he's still he's too young to figure out defensively. Yeah, you know, Morgan Riley's kind of he's opened up a little more offensively with going in with, with Keefe and not a defensive escape. player because his lateral movement is garbage. Continue. He was hurt. Uh, he I'm talking was about hurt. now. I'm talking about now. He's hurt. He's not playing. There's a reason why he's not playing because he was hurt all year. Now, granted, it's because he actually blocked a shot, which broke his foot. But regardless, he was hurt all season. That's why he was slow. Jake Muzzin is probably your only real defensive defenseman or guy that can play in his own zone. And yeah. even so, when you have him on the ice, he's not attributing to offensive effort, but you which is fine because that's not what to. we want him to. That's not what, what we actually pay him to. We pay him to be the big body, to push people out of the front of the net, let our goaltenders get you know clean looks at the puck, and play actual defense. Now, And Cody Ceci's there to just literally fill a roster spot. Cody Ceci is, that's a whole different story. I'm not going to get into it. Trade deadline's coming up. You don't want to get rentals. You can't. You can't afford anything. Exactly. You, you can't afford anything. You've dug this hole for yourself, and you have three options. Actually, no, two options, sorry. Because um, I thought about this while I was, I was in class today because I, I finished my, uh, my test early. Woo, good for you. You either need to sell the farm, and I mean, like, sell big names and get a lot of key players at a lower price, or you stick with what you got and you hope for the best. Yeah, that's what you have to do. And, and it's, you know, people, people have been reporting all these different rumors and stuff, but also it's been reports that this is going to be the worst trade deadline for news ever. Because there's nothing. Because people, if the trend is going away from having, you know, playoff rentals. You know, well, these, some still this, do these, it, granted. But there's not going to be any blockbuster moves. Well, because, I mean, you look at it and you get, you get these basically rentals and then they don't work out. Just because you get someone, Listen, it, just, just because you get someone in the trade deadline does not mean that you were going to win the Stanley Cup. The ratio of how many players you get at the deadline to cups is not strong enough. Carolina Hurricanes back to differ. General managers are recognizing that, and they're realizing what I've personally said for the past few years is that you need relationships. You can't just put talent on the ice. Perfect example of this, Matt Duchesne. You can put him on any team you want to, but if a relationship is not built there, it's not going to work. Thomas Tatar did do great towards the end of his, you know, his time with Detroit because he didn't really have a lot of relationships in that locker room anymore. He didn't, there's he, no way. Look who he was with. Exactly. And he goes to Vegas, still kind of the same story. Because goes, he didn't play. Goes to Montreal, starts the beginning of the season there automatically because he's building players need to work together you can't just have a bunch of people shooting at the net and hoping that it works uh one thing pull, you got to pull your microphone in your face a little bit more okay i'm trying adjust your headset like this see how it's like kind of like not sitting right over back of my head there you go get a little bit more i'm trying here there you are you're kind of you're yeah is that better a little better okay so now let's go to this piece that luke fox wrote earlier today if actually it was actually posted at 12 11 this morning 12, 11 a.m., and 
because everyone's panicking. For some reason, remember, there was the whole talk of getting Georgiev, Alexander Georgiev. He's the savior to the Leafs' problems of backup goaltending because Michael Hutchinson is clearly the goat in this entire thing. How many times have we heard, he's going to be the savior of the Leafs? Or he's going to be like, we need to fix the backup problem. Yes, fix What did the- Foxy say? Luke Fox came out with an article. It was titled, Eight, Eight Goalie Trade Options the Leafs Should Explore. So they're getting rid of Freddie. Solid. Yep, get rid of Freddie because clearly that's what you get. Hey, Freddie could be out. I mean, yes, there is a minor. He's day to day right now, but if they reevaluate in a couple of days and it's worse, yes, you are in deep trouble. If Freddie cannot come back, just, just call it in. Just call it in. Get ready for the lottery. Let's try to tank for Lafreniere. We can't catch up to the. We can't catch up to the wings, but the way the lottery is set up, we still have a shot. Mm, sure. Here's what Luke Fox came up with here. Okay. Luke Fox, very accredited. Our writer for Sportsnet does a really good job. But now I say for the most part, because why? Because apparently Jack Campbell is going to be the guy because his cap hits low right now. That's it. That, that, that's what he's got. That's it. Well, he's outperformed quick the past two seasons, but then again, half of the American Hockey League has. Casey DeSmith of the Pittsburgh Penguins organization, currently with Wilkes-Barre. At, uh, at, uh, oh, he had a 9-1-7 when he played in a few games, and he's got a cap hit of 1.25. You know who I'd rather have than that? Thomas McCollum. And you know what? He's playing roller hockey this summer. whoop de frickin' do Okay, McCollum's no more than a coast goaltender. Come on now. He plays for Hartford. Alex Georgiev. Yeah, Hartford's not that good, dude. No, they're not. Alex Georgiev. Well, we already talked about him. Yes, he's a good goaltender. He's got a low cap hit. Not worth it. How about Aaron Dell? How about a nice 850 save percentage? Why? You, hey, Alex, that's pretty good. Why? Because he's only got an impending $1.9 million cap hit. Not worth my time. How, how, about, how about that? Aaron Dell. How about this, Alex? Corey Crawford or Robin Leonard? You know, because no. Leonard's not worth a, it. Well, it's now. not worth it. Okay. This one I'll defend on because Crawford's injury prone. Because we already have enough concussion problems with Freddie. Why would we get Crawford? You couldn't swing Leonard, though, be- just because it's a $5 million cap hit. I'd love to get Leonard. Leonard would be an absolute... We saw how good Leonard was with the defensive team last year. Now, yeah, yes, I say defensive team like the Islanders. He looked good. I think he could be fine with a team like the Leafs. The problem is, the problem is, you can't afford it. I don't even know why Luke Fox even acknowledged it. You want to get a player... Or, excuse me, you want to get a goalie that you know his value is good to his money. I'm just going to go through the list just to acknowledge the fact that he's c- suggesting that we should actually, the Leafs should actually trade for a goaltender. No, they shouldn't. Because guess what? At this, at this point, it's not worth it. Because what are you going to trade? You're going to trade Jeremy Bracco, Andreas Janssen, and probably a pick for, who's, what's he suggesting? Craig Anderson of Ottawa. Okay, but... Dude, Anders Nielsen's better than Craig Anderson. Continuing. I'll, I'll put it this way. I'll put it this way. You don't have enough value to trade away no, unless no, there, unless there, you there, give there, up there. no unless you give up a key piece it's not worth it the best you can do is try to scrap up some picks and stuff like that and try to get a goalie but i don't know McElhaney. get last, him back last one ryan miller no uh no it's not happening like i said this is just it. I get it, like all all writers, Alex. Because this is why I've taken a hiatus from. Because well, because hold on, hold on. Because Ryan, well, hold on. Ryan Miller's still in Anaheim, though, right? Yeah, nobody cares. It, I I just read off the last name just because to get all the A out of the way. There's a reason why I've taken 
a hiatus from the hockey writers right now just because of the fact that I have all the wedding and stuff. Also because I want to make sure when I write stuff that I write quality stuff. And all writers, full-time writers, have to write stuff like they just got to keep writing. You have to write daily stuff. Luke Fox is scraping the bottom of the barrel here. Then again, I think everyone else is because everyone's like, all the writers, the editors are pressuring, hey, we got to write something that's got to figure that the Leafs need to figure out. Everyone. Let's try to get a backup goaltender. That's what everyone's going to say. Why? Because it's the easy option. Let's try to write something that actually means something because even the athletic is lowering to the standard, Alex. The athletic, the subscription it's that I that pay time for. of the year, though. It's, it's really that time of the year. But, so, no, but figure out, come up, somebody use their brain to come up with something different. Literally, watch the film. Don't just say, we need a different goaltender. No, watch the film back. Look at the defense. And this is why I love Rachel Dory. Rachel Dory does great stuff with elite prospects and everything. Because she watches, because she, she worked video with the New Jersey Devils. She watches the play, sees what the leads are doing wrong, and dissects it. That's why Staff and Graph is probably one of my favorite podcasts to listen to because she can lo- I watch I do have it. to start listening to that, by the way. She starts. Wa- she watches the game and she sees, hey, this guy's doing bad, this guy's doing bad, this guy's... This was what they should try to do because that's what you should watch. Dissect the play. Dissect how they're playing, what they need to adjust as a team. That's what you should be trying to focus on, not trying to just, hey, let's get the easy out. Just pick a different player. Just get someone else. That's going to... No, you're literally trying to... You're trying to cover up. It's literally sweeping dust under the rug, and hopefully nobody finds it. Literally all it is. Fix the problem, clean up the mess, put it in the garbage, and throw it outside. That's how you fix a problem. I'm just saying, we should. people should start looking at not just picking up one player, not just picking up, just changing up an idea, especially a goaltender, too. When Hutchinson's supposed to be a backup goaltender. That's how it is. Frederick is your starter. If Frederick gets hurt, I get it. At this point, you can't really afford to give up anybody for a goaltender because the team in front of them. Once and you're they, not going to give up Freddie. Once they, once the team in front of them picks it, to, gets it together by I don't know figuring out what to do, the team will be amazing. When that day comes, I don't know, but you don't want to give up these pieces because this is a great hockey team with a lot of great talent up and down the roster, all four lines, even the healthy scratches. The guys that are sitting up eating popcorn up top Scotia Bank next to Joe Bowen. Those guys, they're playing well. They're talented hockey players. As soon as they're able to put it all together, they'll be unbeatable. But, but you, they're not. But you're, That's what I'm saying. Right now, they're not because they're, they're still trying to figure things out. They're still a very young hockey team. People have to kind of take that into consideration at some points. Now, that said, yes, they do need to figure out here quickly, though, if they want to simply make the playoffs. Don't forget, Alex, how many times did Steve Eisman miss the playoffs with the Tampa Bay Lightning? doesn't matter. 2012, 2017, he missed the playoffs, and he was willing to miss the playoffs. He wasn't going to panic. He never panicked. Wait, here's the thing. 2017 it made, doesn't matter, though. It doesn't matter because that's not, that wasn't his goal. The Toronto Maple Leafs organization have an entire fan base breathing down their neck, begging to make it past the first round of the playoffs. So you need to make the playoffs, and then you need to make it past the first well, round. Well, if you don't have the team to do it, why I'm would you just why would you panic? saying what a laughing stock the Toronto Maple Leafs are going to be if they sign their young players to these huge contracts and they can't even make the playoffs? How much did how much did Steven Samko sign for? I know it's eight million dollars. Looks like a deal now. He signed out with Tampa. Granted, got hurt, but he's, they still had Victor Hedman, still had Vasilevsky. They traded away Ben Bishop that year. And how has that worked for them? They made it to the conference finals the next year. Okay, but you didn't. 
2019, hey, they won a round. 2019, you're right. 62 wins, they lost. And guess what? I'm still sticking by it. Tampa Bay's going to win the cup this year because they learned adversity. Steve Eisman's old team's going to win it all, guys. And they're going to and they're going to smack everybody in the process cuz they're coming on strong and Listen, we've said that they're going to win every single year, but it just doesn't happen. No, I didn't pick them the last couple of years. I, I don't think I picked them once. I said it's hard not to pick them, but this year they're going to win it. But that's what I'm saying. If it's if it the cost is giving up key players now just to make the playoffs. Listen, we're not Jeremy Kekalainen. We don't need to sell the farm and get rid of everything just to bring in Matt Duchesne and hope this team works. No. Because I do the, agree that you need to give away expensive parts or try to actually build up substance. Because let's listen, we, 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 that's we what keep, development's we keep, for. We keep, no, the develop, no. Development doesn't win championships. It doesn't. Not at this level. The, the NHL has gotten too far drastic in what the, the skill level is. What you need to is get... Yes, you're going to have to trade players. You look at your defense. You're going to have to get rid of... Because you have so many defensemen that are the same player. You have so many offensive defensemen that can... Oh, yeah, they can skate with the puck. They're great in transition. But when it comes down to one-on-one battles or you know two-on-ones... They crumble, and that's when you, you're depending on your goalie. So I keep I try to I I try not to say start from scratch, but this defense needs to start from scratch. I agree that we don't need to give away huge. We don't need to get rid of Marner. We don't need to get rid of Matthews, Nylander. No, nobody's Tavares. talking about that. I'm saying we don't need to get rid of Janssen. We don't need to get rid of young, talented players that are waiting in the wings like Bracco. You don't need to get rid of guys like you Kaepernick. don't need to get rid of your forwards. You don't need to get rid of. Who do you want to get rid of on defense? Justin Hall, who's probably been your best right-handed defenseman this year in general, front both ends of the ice. I'm just saying that you don't need to depend on these young guys that haven't proven themselves yet if you want to win. But what I'm saying is like that's why I'm saying don't get rid of them or don't count them out just because take a year. Yes, you missed the playoffs this year. Guess what? The expectations rise for them to come back. And guess what? Alex, where did the New York Rangers finished in the playoffs in 93, the year before they won the Cup. Dude, you were asking the wrong person. Exactly. They didn't even make the playoffs. 92, they were the President's Trophy winning Rangers. 92, Mark Messier's first year. They win the President's Trophy, get beaten by Pittsburgh in the conference finals. 93, they missed the playoffs entirely. 94, best team in the NHL, barely made it to the Stanley Cup finals, but then they beat Vancouver. They win the Cup. Why? Because you learn adversity. Learn to lose and to know how to win. Dude, the Toronto Maple Leafs have been learning to lose for over 50 years. That but, is not an excuse but this, anymore. No, this team needs to learn to lose. Because the, these, all these young kids, Kapanen, Matthews, Marner, Hyman. Hyman, I, Hyman and Nylander, I guess, because they were at the end of the 2016 season. But these guys, Matthews, they don't know what it's like to lose. Freddie's never yeah, missed. Yeah, they do. Are you kidding me? They don't missing, know how to no, win. They don't know how to miss the playoffs. They don't know what it's like to, to have that feeling. They have been able to make the playoffs in each of their first three seasons. Maybe not making it will be actually be better. I'm not saying lose. I'm not saying that. But I'm saying is if they do lose, it'll be a better learning tool from them just to simply make the playoffs on the last day and get smacked by Boston in the first round again. That's what I'm saying. This team upsets me, Tyler. It, it does. upsets me. I I dang I th- I literally almost threw my phone after I saw Marner give the puck away last night just because I was mad because of how do you blow a two goal lead? 
You blow a two goal lead and on home ice to an Atlantic rival. And wasn't that was that the same game or was that a different game where he decided to tie his skate on the ice? Was that the same game or a different game? Yeah. He's probably done it before. No, during play. When they were on the power play, Mitch Marner decided it was a good idea to go down to a knee. St- well, on side. He was on sides, by the way. Good job. You stayed on sides. But he decided to get down to a knee, take off his gloves, and tie his skate during the play. He gave up a skate. He gave up a scoring opportunity for someone else instead of just, oh, I'll go off to the bench and decide to tie my skate there. That was an actual thing, Tyler. I'm Mitch Marner went down to a knee during an NHL game where they were on the power play and went and tied his skate. He was on tights, though. Oh, this was oh, this was Saturday. So yeah, Saturday he was, was on tights, though. Okay, that I was, was really to, smart. I'm, I was about to say like, what in the world? Up oh, something slipping. Oh, look, my skate's untied. Oh, let me just tie that real quick, Shh, dude. You're on the power play. Get off the ice. Let someone who's ready to play and waiting to get on the ice to have a scoring opportunity instead of wasting t- it's while his team was 13 seconds you wasted 13 seconds of a power play are you that's my guy you wasted almost an eighth of your power play to go down and tire this isn't like Steve Dangle podcast said it best. This isn't basketball where you can hold on to the ball for about, you know, 20, 20 seconds before trying to get a shot off. It's not like that. NHL is much faster pace. Ice hockey is much faster pace. Get off the ice. This team, yeah, you know what? You're right. Maybe they do need to learn a lesson. Maybe they just need to take a nice big old paddle, swat them on the butt because they're acting like children out there and they're not making smart adult decisions. They're not playing smart. They're playing stupid. El stupido. It's ridiculous. Thank you. I'm glad you agree with me for the most part on this little scenario here. I just, I don't know what this team is supposed to do. If they lose. Well, they're supposed to win, but they're not doing it. If they do lose, guess what? Perfect. I don't have to, I will not have a dog in the fight in the playoffs. I can just watch it. And enjoy. I won't care about, oh, I don't want Boston to win because they beat the Leafs again. I mean, I don't want Boston to win anyways because I don't know why anyone would, for gosh sakes. But regardless of that, my phone's blowing up. Maybe I should check what's going on Twitter. Something going on Twitter here? Let's have a look-see. I mean, my, my phone's going off because Darnell Nurse, hockey. Darnell Nurse contract talks update. Okay, that's nothing. Gino Retta latest on, ooh, the, oh, that's insider trading stuff. Okay, that's going to take me time to read it. I won't have time to read all that stuff. But regardless... I mean, hell, if the Toronto Maple Leafs don't make the playoffs, then it gives me more time to focus on the Canes, who are going to make the playoffs because they're a good team, and they don't need to spend a bunch of money because they have a solid player set. They're good. This is the time of the show, folks, that I tell Alex that the Canes are out of a playoff spot. This is the time of the show I tell Alex the Canes are out of a playoff spot. And you know what? They're They're tied with the Leafs in points, Alex. They have as much of a chance as making the playoffs as the Leafs do. Ah, but guess what? I actually believe in the Canes. I do not believe in the Leafs. Alex, because you believe in the Canes because this team's not supposed to be anything. They're just there, and they're just playing well. This It's not the fact that they're not supposed to be anything. Alex, it's I, supposed to, dude, every team is supposed to win. Every fan base expects their team 
to win at least sometimes. I'm sorry, Toronto. Or I'm sorry, Detroit and Ottawa. You guys are a complete exception. Points they are predicted to get. By the way, yeah, forty-three. Forty-three points. So that's uh, oh, I don't know, like twenty some games, something, something like that. Twenty wins, twenty or twenty-one wins, and an overtime lost. That's yeah. They're not even had twenty wins though. That's the thing. That's bad. Anyways, but but. Yes, they're not, okay. You don't think that they're supposed to be anything? Well, the Toronto Maple Leafs are supposed to be something, That's but what I'm they're saying. not. That's why the first year was great. Sixteen, seventeen was the best year ever because, by God, they didn't need to make the playoffs. But as soon as this they were there, this is a like, hole that has been dug by this by the executives in MLSE and the Toronto Maple Leafs organization. And you know what? You got the shovel. You either pack the dirt in, or you keep digging. It's not looking bright for the Leafs. I don't expect anything else from them for the rest of the season. It's over. Especially with Freddie out. It's over. They have a chance. It's just not a great one. Unless Hutchinson just starts to pull this Matt Murray thing, but I don't know. You know what? If, If they make the playoffs, great. I'm not expecting them to get past the first round. If they make it past the first round, then we'll talk. Do we want to go into Bufflin? Uh... We can probably let's we'll just me- let's we'll just mention it. I yeah, really don't want to get too far because it's just second. it's just annoying. I'm glad it's over. Well, it's mostly over. There's still I think there's finalizing it. Dustin Bufflin and the Winnipeg Jets are agreeing on a mutual contract termination, which will have to go on waivers first, similar to how Ilya Kovalchuk left the Los Angeles Kings. Remember, he chose not to report to camp, claiming an injury that he suffered at the end of last season, which would result in the fact of him not actually passing his end of season physical, which is important for NHL insurance. So on and so forth. So the Jets decided to suspend him for the season without pay. Pretty much the finer details that if he passes through waivers, Bufflin can sign anywhere. And this opens up $7.6 million of cap space for the Jets, which is important because of the fact that, hey, they can make moves next year pretty much, or they have room for the trade deadline. So what you're telling me is that he could play, he could play for league men to God. for the Toronto Maple Leafs. Not a chance. Nobody's taking a chance on him. If anyone does, I don't. Someone will. Listen. Nashville will. <laughs> yeah, Nashville. They're making the playoffs. <laughs> There's a better chance. New Jersey might. Yeah, New Jersey's going to win 20 games in a row. They're going to win 20 in a row because you want to know why? Because Corey Schneider's going to have the return. The He's going to come back up from the AHL and be the best goaltender in the league. That's how it's going to happen. They're going to trade. They're going to trade back for Keith Kincaid. Remember that BS when they decided to celebrate the what was it? The fifteenth anniversary of their cup win. Yeah, the 03 Cup. Sure. Yeah, how they celebrated that. Wasn't that freaking stupid? I, I don't remember why. What happened? They. Uh, it was just recently the the Devils had a a celebration night where they you mean ce- celebrated so the couple, team. So from a couple of years ago. Or is that this season? No, it was like the older, older. Oh, the 25th anniversary. I of, think so. Of the, ni- of the 95 Cup. Well, yes, that's different. Because that was, was, this, was that the 95 Cup. Well, 20, okay. They won in 95. Yeah. 2000. Might have been the 2000 Cup. 2003. That would have been 20 years ago, Alex. Might have been the 2000 Cup. I, okay, the 2000 Cup was pretty much, with the exception of, I think, Brian Rafalski being on the team. Brian Rafalski. Oh, my God. He played for the Wings. Yeah, for a he couple. won a cup with the wings. Won a cup with the wings. Lost a cup with the wings. Why ain't that? But anyways, Bufflin. Yeah, yeah, Bufflin. Go to go to New Jersey. <laughs> Who cares? 
I don't even know who the GM is anymore. You know what? Go to LA. Get some sun. Get some luck. Get out of the, get out of the cold. What if he goes to Minnesota? Goes back home. He could. Him and Matthew Dumba on the right side. Oh, you know what? That's not a bad idea. It would if you can get him for league men. Ah, uh, no, they still have cap space. No, I mean just still. I mean just get him for league men, just because of the fact that that's a lot of money. Well, let's let's here. You you go on to the next part. I'm going to look into this. Right all now. right, some news and notes to talk about here. First of all, Kiefer Bellows. I think the game's already started because it's a seven o'clock game. Kiefer Bellows making his NHL debut tonight for the Islanders. They're hosting Dallas tonight. Barrett Hayton sent down to Tucson, Arizona, to play with the Roadrunners of the Arizona Coyotes organization for a conditioning stint because remember he injured his shoulder playing for Team Canada in the World Juniors. Then he had the the heroic game-tying goal in the gold medal game. Big thing for him. Caden Primo yesterday was an emergency call-up for the Montreal Canadiens. As Carey Price is sick. Everyone has the flu. It's great. Primo is 1-1. One one. He went 1-1 one one back in December with a 2-5-6 goals against average. 9-3-1 save percentage in that time. However, it's Charlie Lindgren getting the start tonight for the Canadiens. Alex? They have plenty of space. They got $2.9 million in cap I'm space. Saying, why they have you one sh- roster You should not left. play... a a guy that just failed the physical just because. All right, Continue. so some big games to watch this week, Alex. Now, one's going on right now because, you know, really give some fans something to look forward to this week, you know? Vancouver sure. and Boston's going on right now at the TD Garden, the Toronto Dominion Garden. Two division leaders. If you told me, Alex, at the beginning of this season... That Vancouver was going to be in a divisional leader spot? Yes. I thought, eh, wild card spot, and then they'll tail off like they've done the last four years. Nope, this team's actually okay. They, For now. Jacob Markstrom's just going to take this team and just drag them. They're just like with, all right, Elias, you score, and everyone else just follow along. Quinn Hughes is just amazing. Can, can, can I just call Quinn Hughes with a caller now? Uh, can I do yeah. an hour, please? Yeah, do Seriously, it. this kid is ridiculous. And I knew I knew he was good in Michigan, okay? Because college, like you have to be a stud in college hockey to be considered for the NHL to get that call up like he did. I didn't think he was just going to be like, all right, the NHL is just this joke. I'm just going to be a fantastic hockey player. It's just weird that this is what happens if Jack Hughes actually went to college. That's all I'm saying. Imagine if Jack Hughes, <laughs> imagine if Jack Hughes actually took time to develop. Imagine, Alex. Oh, imagine boy. what would happen. You know, John Lennon. All right, all right. I'm going John Lennon over here. I just, I don't get why. <clears throat> That's what frustrates me. You get what? him first overall. There will never be, a, you'll never see it ever again. What? Cole Caulfield, Alex. When Cole Caulfield go, leaves Wisconsin to go play for the Canadians, 50 points rookie year. Calling it now. You want to know why? Because he took time to go to college and develop. He was a top five pick out of the national program. So what you were about to say was that you'll never see that again. You'll never see it ever again. You want to know why? Because clear under development. I think you are piping up smoke up the wrong chimney there. Well, look how bad he's been. Yes, the Devils are not good, but you put him on a good team. He's a, he'd be irrelevant. He would be, yes, you put him with good players. Of course, he's going to look good. He's, he was playing the USHL, Alex. And I've gone over this before. The USHL is far be, If you want to go on the, the scale of junior leagues. Here's, no, here, here's what really happened. Kid had too much stock in his own product. That's what happened. Yeah, too much stock, not enough meat in that stew. Uh, yeah. Yes. He was he clearly thought he under. Was, he, was, he thought he was good enough. Gave the thumbs up, ready to go. Team thought he was good enough. Thought he was, gave thumbs up, ready to go. There's a reason why Ray Shiro doesn't have a job anymore. It didn't work. 
And you know what? Now he has to develop. Look at Capocaca right now. How's he doing? I'm just going to take a quick look. Just to compare. He's doing enough. He's well, doing enough. Well, he's doing better than Hughes is. At least the Rangers are. I'll put it this way. College players, yes, they want to get to the show, but there's also going to be college players that are going to realize he's not what even they a co- have. He was never even a college player. He was straight out, of, straight out of the U.S. National Development Program. I know, but what I'm saying is these players, if they know what's best for them, they'll realize that those, just those extra couple years, you know, even if you do just like two, two years, get an associate's degree, spend two years doing that, and then you, you go and then you play in the show, great. Your body is going to develop in those two years. I just, I, I just, um, me, myself, myself right now as a, I I had to give myself that simply because I looked at the stats, uh, Jack Hughes and Capocacco each have 17 points this year. So I will, uh, I'll just, uh, I'll just, uh, I'll just, uh, I'm just eating this slice of humble pie over here. Great job. But what I'm saying is Cole Caulfield will be a better NHLer than Jack Hughes will mark my words. Now, February the 4th, 2020, 7.48 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Call on it now. Or it's just going to be a late bloomer scenario. You're right. Maybe Jack Hughes will get good when Cole Caulfield comes in the league. Why? Because Jack Hughes will play a few years. Cole Caulfield will already be physically mature enough to play in this league. I just, that's what it comes down to. If you compare me to when I graduated high school versus right now, completely different. Physically, far more developed. Plenty of more muscle. We all can Not, see it here on the Kill Podcast by the fact that all we can hear is your voice. You know what I mean, though. Yeah. You're not just going to put up an 18-year-old versus 40-year-old man or, like, you know, 20, 30-year-old actual men. You know, Connor McDavid didn't look too bad. What Con- I'm saying is... I'm Con- just- okay, Connor McDavid's a complete exception. You can't use him. Austin Matthews put up 40 points. In it. Then again, he went to Switzerland first, so I'll give him that. My thing is... He, yeah, he, he knew how to play against men. They weren't the best men, but he knew how to play against them. How did I get here again? We were talking about something with college and whatever. Oh, Vancouver and Boston and Quinn Hughes. Okay. Yes. Uh, let's get to the other games of the week before they show up before we ended the show. Thursday, in the St. or Amelie Arena, not the St. Pete Times Forum anymore. Amelie Arena, Pittsburgh taking on Tampa. They're both second-place teams right now. Pittsburgh wins. But you, but you could not tell me that they're not probably the best teams in hockey right now. Um, two of the hottest teams. Pittsburgh, obviously, probably a little bit more, but two teams that were looking like legitimate teams that were going to miss the playoffs. Pittsburgh, you never sleep on Pittsburgh. Never sleep on Sidney Crosby, even though he was out for that whole time when they got hot. And now Matt Murray, we saw the game Pittsburgh, Sunday against it If you watched how they played during the Washington game, which we were able yeah. to. Matt Murray looks legit now again. He looks legit. He, you have you have good days and you have bad days. I don't I don't really How about Sam Sonoff though, eh? He's looking better and better every game. He's looking better. He's not looking better and better. He's looking better though. I'm just saying, man. Tyler, Tyler don't put that much don't put too much stock in that pot. What team will Sam Sonoff get traded to that he'll start for? Like Grubauer starting for Colorado. What no. are we th- what are we thinking? Minnesota? Are we thinking yet. Dallas? Mm-mm. What, actually, Dallas fine with Ben Bishop. Pittsburgh ain't that stupid. How about... No, that's I'm thinking Washington. Oh, Washington? Ah. Because the same thing with Grubauer. Grubauer goes to Colorado, takes over Varlamov's job. Ironic or... What if he takes... What if Sam Sonoff gets traded to Colorado and takes over Grubauer's job? It's a never-ending cycle of Washington sending goaltenders to Colorado. Dude, Washington isn't that stupid. If they're smart, they'll keep him. 
Well, they got rid of they got rid of Grubauer. Yeah, exactly. I mean, they had to. You you got your. Are you just going to keep hemorrhaging players? Well, you have. That's how it works. If as long as Holby's good now, if Holby just tails off and Samsonov takes over, I mean, that's fine. But, Holby has been tailing off slowly but surely. He's yeah. kind of he's got the Lundqvist thing, where he's only been in the league eight years. Just remember that. He's been in the league eight years. Holy cow! Never mind. Eight years has been a long is a long time, Ty. Yeah, it's that. Yeah, Kenny Dryden was in the league for only eight years, and he was the best goaltender Montreal's had in the last hundred. No, ever. Not, okay, that's not ever. No. Ever. No, Jacques Plant. I. Okay, quick thing here before Tyler. How many teams were in the league versus how many teams were league in the league? Look at the. Do you want me to go through the goaltenders that he had to go up against? No. Jacques Plant, Terry Sawchuk, Turk Brada, Bill Dern. Well, Bill Dern was in Montreal too. Tiny Thompson. I mean, the list goes on and on. Chicago, well, Chicago was a little funny. Chicago sucked. <laughs> Chicago was awful before Tony Esposito got there. And, oh, no, there's, no, take that back. There's Glenn Hall. There, I'm thinking of the 30s, Chicago Blackhawks. Glenn Hall. Back to today, Ty. Yes, yeah, so Pittsburgh, Tampa. Be a good game to watch on Thursday night. By the way, the Vancouver Boston game, we should get that on the TV here because it's a free game on NHL.tv tonight. Saturday was a big day, of course, because it's Hockey Day in Canada. Hockey Day in Canada. All was seven. it the 20th anniversary? Uh, 21st? 25th? It's 25th, 25th, I think. 70th anniversary? Yeah, they do it every, every year. Okay. Ottawa takes on Winnipeg at 2 o'clock, which could mean something for Winnipeg. Nashville gets Edmonton at the 7 o'clock game, so they played like a 4 o'clock game out there in Alberta. And then Toronto and Montreal at the Bell Center. Calgary playing in Vancouver at Rogers Arena. I... It's not Rogers Center? Dear God, I keep forgetting. Well, because well, Rogers owns so many freaking things. It it's, Vancouver, it's hard to Canucks keep track. Arena. Is it Rogers Center or Rogers Arena? They are Rogers Arena. Rogers Center is Edmonton's. Okay. And the Sky Dome is still the no, no wait, no, it, it's Rogers Place because Rogers Center is the Sky Dome. I hate the, Rogers. All right. We have a heart to heart here, Alex. Okay, this can't. This, no. this, Tyler, they just own way too much. They just have a lot of money, and they have a lot of. Rogers Place is Edmonton. Rogers Center is the Sky Dome. Just call it Rogers Sky Dome for our sake, just so you don't. Because Arena Place Building. Just when, when do we have a Rogers Building? Why don't you just call it Rogers Ballpark? Is that when is what Rogers? Oh, it's not. It's not really. It doesn't. Or okay. Rogers Park. Because ro- it doesn't seem like a ballpark. The Sky Dome has never seemed like a... You think a ballpark. You think of outside, What's open air. What's in the middle of it? A ball diamond. A baseball diamond. Ever since they, ever since the Argos moved over to BMO. Okay. But what, what I'm saying what's is... one common thing about a park? Multi-use. The Sky Dome, as it was formerly known as, is a multi-use facility. The first ever... Park. What that Alan Thick saying? First ever retractable roof sporting facility multi-purpose building thing. The TV thing they did with yep, on yep, CBC, yes, okay, yes. yeah. When they all danced in the rain and everyone yes, was slipping and sliding yes, because yes, the, yes, Tyler, yeah, yes, Tyler, yeah. we get it. Nineteen eighty, Rogers Park, eighty nine, the RP, year. rip. Nope. I'm. It's funny because I think talks have dimmed down about that. I don't. It's going to happen one day. What? That they're going to leave the Sky Dome. Who? The, the Jays eventually. So you're going to demolish it or what? Yeah, yeah. Or repurpose it. You're not repurposing that place. Too big. You'd have to tear it down and build it up again. It's just, here's the thing. It's Where are you going to put them? Outside of town? Back at Exhibition Place. You'd have to build a ballpark over there. 
Because that's where the original, they played at Exhibition Stadium a long time ago. Now, granted, that thing was built on top of a football field, so it was weird. But the reason why it, the Jays would have to build another stadium with a dome, there's no, there's no question. They'd have to. Simply because of the fact of the impending snow. Right. So you'd have to build another dome, a retractable dome. It just, it won't have the same thing. That's really what's been keeping them there because they already have the dome. And as far, I mean, I've been there multiple times. It's fine. It's a good ballpark. Great seats wherever you're at. Yeah, you're right. Longevity, though. That's the hard part. And trying to, the upkeep. When will the upkeep be more expensive than getting a new ballpark? That's the hard part. I mean, you think about it. These huge structures. I mean, okay, even parking garages. Did you know that parking garages are supposed to only last like two decades? Yeah. How long has that one on right across in the arena been there? Down here in Grand Rapids, the auto park, the auto ramp. Hmm. Let's see. Uh, it existed before Van Andel Arena did. So did well the so did the one by TJ Fridays, the one we always park at with the catwalk. Yeah, that thing is. You want to know why I know it's been there forever? Because we walked there for the last twenty five years. <laughs> yeah. So, so I digress, and that's These that, buildings, that, that's just that's just parking ramp, not a ballpark with a metal roof with a with a track that goes around. And it moves. And that thing has been working for, well, going on now 31 years. You know what? I think them moving and getting rid of that place, that Rogers Park, that place, you know? Rogers Park. No, you're not going to just change the Rogers name on this Park. show. Rogers Skydome. Just the Skydome. The Skydome. They need to tear it down. And you know what? They need to make it the size uh, just a little bit bigger than the Little Caesars. Yep. They'd have to. Well, they. Because that I, thing is huge. That so would, if you cut it down. To third to seventy five percent of it, like the actual ballpark. If you're telling, so not well. Here's the thing: it's it, when it's filled, it's only fifty thousand. Most ballparks nowadays are about that, about forty thousand. That need range. to be that big, though. You're right, because I get it. Well, don't forget when the Jays made the playoffs those two years, that building was full and loud because that was the yeah. But how many outfield seats were there? None. Right. No, that place was filled. That was 50,000 strong when they were in the playoffs those two years. Do they actually have seats out in the outfield? Not just like the hotel stuff? No, that's 50,000 with the hotel. Or the excluding the hotel. Do they? Do, okay, you, you've been there far more than I have. Yes. Do they have seats in the outfield except for... And except, I'm for the, like, except for the hitter's eye. Yes, correct. So center field because it's illegal to have seats there. Yes, they have seats all the way around. Solid. You know what they should do? Compact it. Stop having like three levels high of it and further develop the outfield seating. You can make it shorter, you can make it smaller, and then the rest of the land that you're not using, you can actually turn it into stuff. You can't compact it. That means compacting the field. You can't compact the field. I'm okay. There's a lot more in the ballpark, like underneath that you don't see. I get that. Don't don't think of don't think of it as compacting it width wise i'm talking height and i'm talking about you can build so much so you're just gonna, under it so you're telling me you're just going to take off the dome put it off to the side on the street and so, then shrink it down and put the dome back on you top know the of space it. that you use for that third row that th- that third section way up top that you barely even fill cuz they're so darn cheap and nobody will can see anything from up there you can too we went, we were that, there we sat up there 
Yeah, that's so freaking dangerous. Oh yeah, you're up that high and you have like like a three foot guardrail that I could trip over and die. <laughs> that thing is five people were dead today because an over one hundred pound person decided to become a falling projectile in the third row. You really could probably spit on the person that's sitting along the first baseline. That's how. Okay, I'll tell you this. It's not as bad as Sports 30 Field or whatever they call Mile High Stadium now where Denver is. That thing, I swear to gosh, is 60 degrees, the upper deck. That is dangerous. dangerous. That is dangerous. The Sky Dome. It doesn't need to be that high. I will admit, when we, I think, because when I went the year after you and I went with that, we set up probably three or four rows higher. How long have we been going, by the way, the show? So 20, oh, the show? Yeah, how long have we been going? So it was right before the Capitals Cup. No, the show, like, like, just, 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 just now. Like, how long we've been going? Oh, about an hour or fifteen or so. Oh, good God! I thought you were talking about like continue. The, but no, because we went to the J. That was twenty fourteen. But we sat like five rows above where you and I, Dad, sat. Let me tell you. Yeah, you're nervous. I, you get nervous walking up those steps. Like, if you got, thankfully, the beer is expensive because the beer was cheap. It, it'd be a, you'd have a bad time, because. It, yeah, you're tumbling. When you're tumbling, you're going. They at least have, like, the rail in front of the steps, though. So if you did start to, you know, go roly-poly-oly, there's something to stop you, if not people. That'll grab you if you start falling. I'm just, it's, it, it makes for the experience. The experience of almost dying. Ah, yes! Hi! I would like to watch some baseball on the ledge of a building, please. I, dude, could you imagine actually sitting at the top? Like, people, like, when... I want to be ten stories high. When Kelly and I went to sitting the- on a ledge, holding a corn dog <laughs> and watching baseball. A five dollar yes! corn dog. Let me spend how much? How much were those tickets? Twenty five dollars to almost die. We oh, we paid and t- people wonder why I don't like roller coasters. We spent twenty five dollars on third row seats last year. That's the nice part about cheering for a bad sports team. Tickets are ridiculously cheap. Like, and it's funny because we went down there. We spent $25 for tickets, lower third row up the first baseline. We look up. People were still sitting top of the dome. I'm not kidding. It's, it's funny because, well, the nice part is if you're at the right time of day, you can just get a nice tan up there, just lay out, kick back, throw the shades on, some sunscreen on. You get a good tan up there. At the, at the However, dome. you're watching the game, and it might as well be. Here come the Toronto Blue Ants, and they're taking the on the, <laughs> they're taking on the Arizona Black Ants. The Black All Ants? Right. Well, the Diamondbacks. They have black jerseys, don't they? they like, yes, yeah. All right. There's the Black Ant player up to bat. Can't see his number on his jersey because we're 10 stories above the field. That's what the public address announces for, Alex. Now at the bat, someone you don't know. Especially for Arizona. Arizona, you don't know half the half the only reason why they know the Blue Jays is because I watched them. Like the only reason why I know who, you know who Tiascar Hernandez, yeah, Tiascar Hernandez is because he plays for the Blue Jays. And I can tell you that, exception of the one game that Kel and I with, with Thomas in Detroit, he's not done jack squat in the last couple of years. Now, yes, the Blue Jays have a very exciting young hitting team: Bo Bichette, Kevin Biggio, Vladdy Jr. The list goes on and on, and we have one pitcher. Hinson Rue, this new guy from Los Angeles. Jays for wild card. Woo! Jays for the wild card, and in this new in this new uh, ballpark, you can um, oh dear god, shrink the outfield. 
You just have the wall is shorter. Home run. Dude, that place no, is no, already, no, no, that no, place no, no. already I'm not, city. I'm not talking about the wall, dude. No, 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 no. Talking about actual size. Dead center 300 feet. Yeah, go for it. But you build the walls tall. You just have like people just overhanging like 10 feet. Yeah, that's great. Have people sit front row on top of an outfield that's literally, yeah, just have them like the mo- green monsters all the way around. We're no, gonna, about half the height. We're going to call it the blue behemoth. No, that's not bad. No, we're not doing this, that's Alex. That's not bad. I don't care what your mark. I don't care for your marketing that's guy. That's not I, bad. I don't want it, Alex. I don't want should it. Should we get back to hockey? We should. Uh, so I think we got through the hockey day in Canada. So we got stuff. Super Bowl stuff. We got ba- uh, Buffalo Battle of Alberta. I think we should talk about that, Alex. Okay, it's uh, pretty hot over there. Not just flames hot, but uh, you know just. I think you know the flames are over there, and then there's this fire this, and oil, and yeah, they're just putting oil in this fire and just getting bigger and bigger, 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 and bigger. The battle of Alberta's getting bigger, bigger. And you so know what's going to get even bigger is because one of those teams are going to bring on the big bad boy from the bomber place of not Minnesota. Wow! Wow! wow. Big bad Bufflin. What the heck? Yeah, some. Stop it. Bufflin in the Battle of Alberta. Can you stop saying it? <laughs> Here's a line for you. Bufflin goes to play. Bufflin goes Berta. <laughs> Bufflin <laughs> goes Berta. Yes. Up yes. next. Up next on CTV. Bufflin goes Berta. New, new sitcom. Here's era. your starting line for the Calgary Flames. Wait, he goes to Calgary. Kachuk. No, I don't want him with Calgary. Send him to Edmonton. Kachuk. Huberdo and Big Bad Bufflin. No, why is he on the wing all of a sudden? Because he can play wing. He played wing before. Yeah, but he's too slow. So? Maybe they'll put Milan Lucic on his wing. He can... Oh. Lucic. Take that Big Bad Booty of Bufflin's and put it in Sam Bennett, because Sam Bennett's useless these days, centering Milan Lucic and Dustin Bufflin. There you go. There's your dumb fourth line for you. Bennett, and, just stand in front and just watch them kill, kill the other team. And then whatever 6-4 guy that they decide to call up from the AHL for one game. Oh God, don't, don't try to think about who it was because you can't think of his name. Nobody knows his name. Let's go back to how... Well, remember how this all started. There was the whole Kachuk hitting Cassian deal, and then Cassian gets suspended two games, right? Yeah. So what happens? Yeah. Cassian comes back from his two-game suspension last Wednesday. Wednesday Night Hockey, after the Leafs beat the Stars in a good game, Alex. They cap off the night with the Battle of Alberta, which starts with a fight between uh, Ryan Nugent Hopkins and Sean Monaghan. I just was like, okay. I was, yeah, sure. It didn't go so well for Nuge, though. Holy cow, Monaghan. Like, that, he's just giving her. He was. He was giving. He her. fed him breakfast, lunch, and dinner. But then Matthew Kachuk. Well, here's the funny thing. Kachuk actually asked Cassian to fight before. People forget that. Well, yeah, no. I, okay. Kachuk comes over. He's like, "I want to fight." He's like, "No." I'm like, "Wait, what?" Uh, but the, the the thing in the press and the stuff, and you wanted to fight. Cassian, no. Well, Cassian was like, "No, no, 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 no." What was he going to try to score first? No, no. Yeah, please. It wasn't time. 19 goals. Yeah, you play with McDavid, you're going to put up 19 goals. Anyways. When you got a bald head like that, you can dictate time. You can dictate time because hey, you're hopeful. Hey, hey, no, no, no. No, no, no. Well, you know, what, you know what Cassian wanted? Cassian wanted the right lineup. He wanted to be in the right spot. And you know what? In the he face-off circle. He got it. Because Cassian fed. 
he had meat. Kachuk went straight after Cassian. I'll give him. I'll give him the. He had to, dude. He, you got, you got to answer the bell. No, no, he like straight up actually like physically went at him. Like he lunged at Cassian, but Cassian was smart. He knows how to fight. He took a first step back, then fed. Yeah, Kachuk get you know he got it. You know get he got his lunch fed to him, and you know he deserved it. He you know what he. He ate had some cr- supper. That's he, what he, he got. Ate, he ate his crow, and Cassian condemned him for it in a lot of the NHL. Now, here's my problem, though. What? Why is Zach Ronaldo and Milan Lucic mad that they Kachuk fought, or Cassian fought Kachuk? People are like, he, they're honestly that's saying, what they're paid to do. I get it, but like, if you do that, you, hey, now there's a lot more respect for Matthew Kachuk, the fact that he stepped up. The fact that he didn't shy away, that he didn't send the dogs after him. After he decided to turtle the first time. But well, yeah, because he wasn't what he wasn't ready to fight. He was not like he didn't expect a fight. He thought he, he hit, was ready to make those dirty hits, though. Playoff time, Alex, those hits are legal. You know that. You know this. Guess what? We're halfway through the regular season. It ain't playoff time. D- these teams are gonna play in the playoffs. <laughs> if they do <laughs> all hell's oh my goodness. Yes. And ladies and gentlemen, we are announcing today the death of the province of Alberta. It oh. has been destroyed with oil and fire. The Calgary Stampede will be moved to Saskatchewan. All right, that is all. <laughs> It'll become the Saskatoon Stampede. <laughs> I was, I was the Saskatoon like, Stampede. Oh my gosh, the Saskatoon Stampede versus the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. Oh my gosh. Now we have the no. Battle of Saskatchewan. Guess what? Ten years from now. The 127th Grey Cup has been ended due to a massive brawl between two cities. <laughs> no, I was listening well, because I was listening to the SDP and <laughs> I forgot. I don't know if I think it might have been Jesse or maybe it was Steve. Um, they're like, it could have been Adam. It could have been Steve. like, no, there's just gonna be a, there's gonna be a civil war in Alberta and it's gonna be in a neutral site. Red Deer is gonna be in flames because <laughs> it's a, it's the one city right beneath between the two. Red Deer is gonna be in flames. Just no, you can. And Ron McLean's going to be doing Red a, River. Ron McLean's going to be doing a sports net special about just you know, pl- no, just no. Put him in the rink. Put him in the that rink. The city of Red Deer has had been evacuated. <laughs> Fire and brimstone has gone over Red Deer. I do. Good God! I don't know how big that arena is. Not enough. I'd pay to see that. I'd go to that ring just because it literally looked like a gosh darn 1984 junior game. A the two- main event shall be held on and they should wear Cooper the roof. No, they should wear Cooperalls. No, just blow the roof open on the place because, I mean, people are going to have to Cassie count. Cassie Kachuk on the roof? <laughs> on the roof. <laughs> He's on. Oh, God. He threw him off the roof. <laughs> it's, it's what it's coming to. <laughs> it's good. You're gonna see an in, you're gonna see an inferno hell in a cell Armageddon six man tag spit swapping death match. Oh god, the Oilers got a new player. The Oilers, they got a new player. They've got fuck on. It's oh my god. Wait, is that Bufflin? No, no, it ain't Bufflin. It's it's and his name is John C. Oh, God! It's Cena! Cena's joined McDavid! It's McDavid and Cena against Goudreau! They don't have a chance! It's Cena versus Lucic! John Cena versus Dustin Bufflin in the third period after and then, and then Cena's going to do like the big like the big show lift. He's like, oh, get bubbling up. Oh, my. The strength of Cena. The power. And he attitude adjusts him. And he FU's him off into the bench. And the crowd's going, ah! Yeah, just he F. No, he's going to F. He's going to attitude adjustment. Dustin Bufflin into the bench of the Jumbotron. 
Pops like, the jo- off the, just off the scoreboard. And it's like, he went through the bench. He's into the basement. He oh, went He went through the on, skulls wait. of his teammates. Hold on. What's They're the, dead. Hold on. What's the arena? Red, Red Deer Arena. Uh, oh, wait. Uh, I thought we were talking about Brought to you by uh, Fast 9, apparently. Red Deer Rebels Arena. That is the, uh, the uh, oh, dear God. It's called the Westerner Parks. And- he put him through the Westerner Parks entry. I'm by God. That's exactly what it's called. Sure. It it sits seven thousand one hundred eleven people. Yeah, that would uh the place would explode. It would yeah, just it would be a literal powder. You would cake. have to have like games in each of the rinks to actually have a chance. Like every rink in Red Deer would have to have like all right, you're gonna have these two lines. It's gonna have to be like just two line games. These players here, these players. Let's call up some guys from Bakerfield and Stockton. Let's get them up here. Come on, we're just gonna have massive games. It's gonna tear Red Deer apart. It's gonna be awesome. We didn't even get to Saturday yet. Oh, we didn't even get to finish Wednesday yet because, Alex, remember, Calgary wins the game in a shootout. Big save but. Dave. Big save Dave with the poke check on Dreisaitl. What's he do? Stick flip. Throw him that stick. Get it up there. Uh, give him that Bautista. Joey Bats. Big save Dave. Uh, flip that stick. Davey Boy Bats. Davey, Davey Boy Bats. Uh, 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 I'll allow it. But just just get, get, get that knife in there and just Stick it in there. No, you gotta get the spoon. He's just gutting him out it's like a rabbit. He's getting it's that. It's he, a rabbit cat. He's with a taking spoon. that. He's, take, he's taking salt. He's he put salt in the wound. And then he's gonna jump. Put a bar of soap in there as well. Put more salt on top of it and just to get put the knife back in there. After and then guess what, Alex? The best part? He played on Saturday. Twice, Again, twice in a week. Whose idea was this? The NHL is a terrible drug. <laughs> Cocaine's a hell of a drug. Continue. Gary, Gary Bettman's like, all right, I got an idea. All right, block off the rigs. We're gonna have him play twice in a week. It's gonna be awesome. It's gonna be great. And best part of the season. What's well, funny? Actually, of course, Calgary wins in Edmonton. Edmonton then just gets and just throttles Calgary. Just slaps them around like it's nobody's business. It went. It wasn't crude oil. Premium. Oh boy. Well, they were crude. Crude and unusual punishment oil. That's how bad it was. Eight to three. Cam Talbot was lit up for six. And the only reason why Cam Talbot only allowed six and not eight, Alex, you want to know why? Because Sam Gagne decided he's going to go stab it into him. Talbot makes a save. One of his five saves he made in the game, it seemed like. Comes flying in there, trying to dive, poke, check at it, because he saw the loose puck, because apparently six goals was not enough, which made the Flames just go, all right, that's it. Fight. Here we go. Line brawl. Talbot gets in there, throws a few blocker shots. Okay. This is good. This is, this is, oh, dear God, Mike Smith's skating out. This can't be good. Remember, oh, God, now, Mike, now, Mike Smith, he's sitting, at the, he's sitting at the red line. He's doing the driving. He's ready. Well, don't forget, these two goaltenders swapped. Yes. Smith signed. They with. literally played for the other team last season. So pretty much they've been playing against each other. And now they're just switch sweaters. Pretty much all it was. Basically. It's literally the epitome of a pond hockey scrimmage. We're like, all right, change goaltenders. We're lighting one up too many times. Switch sides, but goalie stay in your net. Yeah. You know, Friday morning beer league. Yeah, sure. So yeah. it's, and then Calvin, I don't know what. Cam I, Talbot. I don't know if, is the picture of Darnell Nurse legit? I yes. mean, okay, it's legit. I, I swear. Did Darnell, no, now wait, did Darnell look at him and say, go fight Smitty? Or it's like, hey, Smitty's over there saying hello. Because Talbot got in there and gave a few blocker shots. Smith didn't leave because just in case Talbot pulled out like a sissy. If, if he pulled out, we'd call him a sissy. Because you don't want to come down the ice because then the goaltender that comes down the ice gets the penalty. It's not well, the goal. Well, smart about it. 
people don't forget the one time when Dominic Koshik was kicked out of the game Listen, against Colorado was because Dar- he came down the ice. The picture of Darnell Nurse pointing at Mike Smith and telling Cam Talbot to go fight him was legit. Well, okay, the picture is legit, but what did he say? Okay, Smith's gonna kill you. He he probably said, "Go fight him." Smith right makes now. good baked potatoes. Because well, here's the thing: these these goalies played for. I mean, Cam Talbot played for the Edmonton Oilers last year, so Darnell Nurse knows Cam Talbot pretty well. Hey and Cam, like, hey Cam, like, bet you won't fight him. He's probably like, dude, just just go, go fight him. At this point, just go. He's already there. Just do it. Well, it's funny because Dave, big or not Dave, excuse me, Talbot after the game said that he always wanted to get into a fight, but his wife said, "Here's your chance." He said, but his wife said, "You can fight, just don't have it be against Robin Leonard or Mike Smith." Well, well, as well, well, Cam Talbot's an idiot. He's the biggest idiot, biggest idiot in the whole wide world. He's the biggest idiot, gonna be the biggest biggest idiot to the whole wide girl. Okay. I tried. I tried. Yeah, all the girls. And all the girls. Shut them! No. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're sitting there just mealing each other. Shut the <laughs> Oh, good God. That's exactly what we were screaming. You think so you're telling me you could swear, but I can't. Did I swear? You could hear it? I, I don't know. Probably. I'll have to go back to it. Marking it down. Marking zero. But anyways, game ended. I mean, hey, the Battle of Alberta, back in full swing. That's all we want to see, right? Entertaining hockey. That's what I like. They. Why do, do you think I like the Carolina Hurricanes? Because they make hockey fun. So right now, Calgary is one point back of Vegas for third in the division. They hold the first wild card spot. And Edmonton is second behind Vancouver with 62 points. So they're two points ahead of Calgary. They play on April the 4th, the last day of the regular season. The way this season is starting to shape up, unless either team has a massive collapse in the last 30 games, that could mean... Home ice advantage between these two teams. I want this series. I want, listen, I want the best for Vegas, but could you imagine, first of all, if Vancouver holds on, they hold up? They might. The top three teams in a division be Canadian teams? Well, and we still have two months. That's what I'm saying. If all three of them hold up, I want... Well, I would. okay, actually, I'll give give it three months. Could you imagine a Vancouver... Because imagine we're, a still, we're still early... Hold on, hold on here. We're still early in February... You got March, and you got in a week of April. Yes, I get it. You have the tree deadline still, but I would love, because Vancouver, Arizona right now is the current matchup. It wouldn't be a bad series. You got three months of hockey in two months, guys. And it's without Darcy Kemper, too. Still, for some reason, if Arizona doesn't figure that out without him, Chicago may just take over them. That Chicago in the playoffs, Alex. Can you believe it? Yeah. But I want, I am cheering, I'm, in this part of the playoff of the series, now I was an Oilers fan more or less growing up because Oilers were always bad. Remember, so when they made it to the finals in 06, you liked was, the Oilers because of Wayne Gretzky. No, I liked the Oilers because when I first became an Oilers fan was a because I got the sweater, mm-hmm. and it wasn't because of Gretzky. Don't forget, Alex, I was born when Gretzky was a Ranger. I was born. No, excuse me. I was born when he was a King. But ah, I, but, but you see, you were a hockey fan that liked watching old hockey things, and one of the big things was Wayne Gretzky. Wayne Gretzky, yes. But I liked. He's literally sitting on your wall above your head right now. Okay, yes. The, the he's Howard right Gretzky there. <laughs> he's right there. He's in the Hockey Hall of Fame. And let's see. Is there any more stuff? Um, no. No, not that. Not 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 that's visible. Did you know, Alex? What? That the New York Rangers were the only original six team that Wayne Gretzky played for. 
Just it's a useless trivia fact for you. Okay. But anyways, the you're right. No, you have uh, the original six up there, which has the New York Rangers. So therefore, it is uh, it is associated with Wayne. And Gretzky. I got the I got the Molson Canadian hundred centennial beer bottles, which do have the Rangers over there. You also have that, and then you also have the Toronto Raptors championship what the, uh, what, flag, what? which is linked to Canada. And what, the, can- what the heck? No, that's just, it's, no. Wayne Gretzky's from Canada, and 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 uh, now, now you're just reaching. You are reaching hard here. Um, you got nothing. That is all. This is a lot of hockey in here, and Wayne Gretzky was hockey for quite a bit. <laughs> and um, jeez, lordy. The Hockey Hall of Fame colors are the same colors as the New York Rangers. What the? You're just so here. We're just <laughs> reaching here. We're re- we're scraping that bottom of the barrel with a gosh darn wooden spoon. But anyways, no. you also you also had two jerseys from Alberta. You had you had. I, the, I got the I got Mike Vernon's later. The it's funny. I got the Mike Vernon, which by the way, that's still the best Calgary Calgary Flames jersey ever. The flaming horse. Come on now, horsepower. Oh, I don't have. No, I didn't have that one. Well, I had that was on the shoulders. Yes, but I didn't have the the horsepower. The, I didn't have the black one. I had the red. No, you, you had the red one with the black flame on it. Yeah, the black flame that was made for Mike Vernon because Mike Vernon's the reason why I wore number twenty nine, and so my dad got it for me because even though it's funny because you want to know why Alex because Mike Vernon wore thirty with Calgary, but I digress. But he still wore twenty nine with the wings. Right, he wore twenty nine with the wings, and he wore twenty nine with. The, with Florida. When he, get, he got traded for Florida, and he, they got beat in the first round of the Devils who won the Cup. Anyways, back to this story. I want, I'm, I, I kind of want Calgary to win because Calgary had those really bad years with Jerome McGinley, and Edmonton was just bad. They're both bad. But the point is, I want both these teams to do well just so they play in the playoffs. I need them to finish 2-3. I don't care if it's home ice advantage. Just play seven games and just try to beat the living crap out of each other because you want to know why? Because Vancouver will somehow beat them and Vancouver will be in the conference final. And they'll probably lose to St. Louis. Uh, Edmonton's going to win because Connor McDavid. And who cares also, who and wins? Also because I They're going to be I dead tired. Connor McDavid versus Elias Pedersen. That's what I want. Yes, but McDavid's going to have nothing left of him and Pedersen and Brock Besser are just going to light up Oh, he'll whoever Connor McDavid will still have plenty of himself. I just, it'll, I'm just saying that whoever wins that, if that series does happen, and I get blessed with that, because guess what? I'll stay up till three o'clock in the morning to watch those triple overtime games and just watch them try to legitimately take each other's heads off. Whoever escapes, and I say escapes from whoever that survives, round, they're gonna have a hockey stick sticking out of their head, and, uh, and Elias Pettersson's just gonna walk around them and just laugh at them as he's skating by, just roofing on Koskinen or something. No, like that. Elias Pettersson. No, he's he's civil. He's gonna he's gonna he's sk- just gonna he's gonna he's look gonna, at him. He's gonna give him the look. No, he's gonna look at him before the game. He's like, "Are you sure <laughs> we really have to play these guys? <laughs> There's nothing I, left. Are they eligible? all they have left is McDavid, Nugent Hopkins, and a bag of pucks? <laughs> okay, for the record, I want to make sure that half this roster is actually medically eligible to play. How many of them have just sit there, concussions? Just have, just have flashlights on the ice, just like watching them. Oh boy, that's the third. That's the thirtieth hit. Lucic is or whoever's playing. I don't know. Calgary's and whoever gets out of that series, if it does happen, please, hockey gods, I beg you now, give us this series because I don't know. This is not the '80s where every team makes the playoffs, where there's every single chance that Calgary and Edmonton can play each other. This may not happen again. I am begging for this series just so it happens now with McDavid in his prime, Drysdale in his prime, just for some reason, Matt Kuchuk is entering his prime right now. Yeah, Johnny Goudreau just escapes physical hockey. He just doesn't play in it, whatever. That's fine. But Monaghan, 
Brody, Giordano trying to take McDavid out the knees. This is the time for it to happen. This is the perfect series. This is the closest we'll get to the 80, was it the 87 or 86 playoffs when Calgary somehow survived because Steve Smith decided to shoot it at Grant Fear's leg. Like the eight, was it the 89 they also got by him? Like this is what we want. We want this series to happen. We want there to be chaos. We want there to be pain. We want there to be excellent hockey. And I don't care if I never get a wink of sleep in April. I want this series to happen for just the sake of entertainment. You cannot tell me that a seven-game series, that series could go four games. It could go four games. Still the best four games of the season. It would still be the best four-game series. It would be the best four-game sweep ever. Hands down. Couldn't think of a better one. It, it'd be a good game to watch. Good games to watch. I just, I would, please, please for my sake. I then, lo- then again, we've, we've been begging Vegas, for Montreal versus Toronto for how long? Yeah, but they, it seemed like they have not been good at the same time. I mean, right now. Like right now. Montreal versus Toronto. It's not as big. It's not as fierce. No. I don't, that's why the Ottawa-Toronto series in the early 2000s were probably the best because they play each other eight times a year. This is literally, I was thinking about this, Alex, when I was at work. Calgary and Edmonton, people are like, wow, it's such a great series. You know, it would be great if they actually got, yes. Don't forget, Alex, this is a very far stretch for some people. Fort Wayne and Kalamazoo. Oh, good God. Have been playing each other for almost 50 years. That rivalry is embedded because it's not like the NHL where everyone plays each other. Brampton hardly ever plays Kalamazoo. They hardly ever play Fort Wayne. But Fort Wayne and Kalamazoo, based on geography, have been in the same division for almost half a century. Let's just put, it the, let's put that into perspective. Those fan bases hate each other. Yeah. The players, whether they've been up for two weeks or two years, hate each other because it's how it goes. The fact that these players are finally actually getting into it and it's actually worth something to watch... Because when Kalamazoo and Fort Wayne were at their peak, my goodness, those were some good hockey games. Yes, there were brawls just about every other time they faced each other. They played each other eight times a year, Alex. What do you think is going to happen? A friendly handshake at the end of every game? No, someone's going to try to get killed. No, it's going to be like the <clears throat> Davenport versus Western games. Oh, gosh. Wait. Where three guys get 10-minute misconducts and then oh, get gosh. ejected the period after. Yeah, gee. well, no, it'd be Davenport versus... Rob, I'd say probably the Adrian. I don't know. I'll let you know Thursday. <laughs> I'll be there. No, you'll be there Friday. I'm going. Are you coming Thursday? No, Friday. Sorry. Right. Let's see. Come with me to Adrian. Heck yeah. Heck no. Go to the middle of nowhere, Michigan. Literally no. middle of nowhere. There's nothing there except for a college. No, I'm, no. You listen anywhere farther south than Kalamazoo is the dirty south in my eyes. It's east. It's over there. But it's still south. Yes. So, yeah. But Adrian and, Detroit's uh, south of us. and Hillsdale both. No, Detroit's level. No, because 96 goes south. But, I mean, south of Kalamazoo, though. Oh, I don't know. Maybe not. Because, like, Battle Creek's not south of Kalamazoo, so I'll, I'll go there. Mm. Eh. I mean, it's still kind of sketchy, but. It is. It's severely sketchy. Biner Park Zoo, guys. I almost, Good time. I almost said... Kalamazoo is better than Battle Creek, but that's a coin flip right there. Give or take the day. 
they gosh, they, the pro team plays out of a gosh darn public ring for goodness sakes. It's a joke. Who? The Battle Creek Bumbling Bees or whatever the heck they are. They're they're Fed team. Oh, that's right. Yeah, because the Fed decided to um, take over that plot of land because the Interstate Hockey League was trying to get out of there. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, that's the actual team? Are they still there? The Fed League team or whatever? As far as I know, let's check the... Oh, let's good. Check. Well, did you see the video that someone posted online? of? I forget who it was, but there was a... Um, did you know that? It was Carolina versus, I think, Danbury. Oh, where he straight up slap shot it into, into the, the bench. Oh, oh my, my gosh. goodness. That Brody, was freaking oh, hilarious. Oh, so they did announce. So last week, they announced that... Oh, no. He um, played for Mentor. Mentor, Ohio. Okay. And uh, Brody or Brody Duncan, yep, suspended the last twenty-five games of the regular season and an undisclosed fine as a result of his actions. And they put it, they saw the undisclosed of his actions on the game against Carolina at Carolina played on Saturday, January twenty-fifth. Then they put for some reason in italicies, Duncan took a slap shot directly into the opposing bench of the Carolina Thunderbirds at the end of regulation and cited a post-game altercation. Altercation, another word for brawl. Muddy Brook, a mugging. Three guys jumped off the bench. I don't think any of those guys have been suspended. Uh, I just want to take a look at the It's stadium. the Fed. There, yeah, That's what happens. Yeah, they don't kick guys out for third man and they're jumping off the bench. That's how she goes. Dude, Let's if see. I don't get a job, maybe, oh, I'll, mother of God. maybe I'll go down to Battle Creek. Mother of God. What? So what? That, so they, the league's big enough now where they can have two separate divisions. There's 10 teams in this league now. Yeah. Back when I played. Port Huron's actually 17-11. Not too bad. Carolina's killing everybody because they have all the money. Danbury as well. Yeah, freaking uh, Scott Brand. I could probably make Battle Creek right now, Alex. Do it. They are... Wait for it. They've played 35 games, Alex. They are 2 and 33. They are 1 to 33 and 1. <laughs> Jesus. Dude. All right, Tyler Keel. He's the Bumbling Bees starter, the big boy from Battle Creek the, for the Bumbling Bees of Battle Creek, the big boy. I almost want to watch a video of him and see how bad their goaltender is. I'm like, I might. There's no way that I just couldn't just walk out there and do decently, right? That's how I found luck now. They were at the bottom of the league. Went in there, we won a couple games, eh? It'd be funny to play poor here, though. There's no way they can pay their players, right? I mean, Who? Like, how, like, Battle Creek? Like oh, that, they're the Rumble Bees, by the way. That'd be hilarious. Kelly, that Battle Creek team, they've only won one game in 35 games this season. The Rumble Bees. The Rumble. Can I go try out for them? Oh, good God. Oh, their jerseys are gross, too. Like, bad gross, or? They're bad gross. Kelly's asking, we're almost done. Yes, we're almost yeah, done. We're almost Give done. us about five. At this point, we're just going on tangent. Wow. The Federal Hockey League, guys. Follow, actually, I will say this. Follow Bus League Hockey. Bus League Hockey. Bus League Hockey is solid. They are legit. I love them. I follow all their stuff. They were given extensive coverage to calling out the interstate hockey league for being total garbage. But that, yeah, how can a team? How can a hockey team be that bad? Who the a pro, a, I get it's minor pro, like junior teams, like junior C teams. Like there was the Grand Rapids Owls the one year they went one and thirty four. Oh my god! But this is a professional hockey team. They have Star Wars jerseys coming up. What the heck are you serious? They can afford that. They have an they can auction. Afford, that means they can afford to pay me, right? I'm going to go try out for them. Gonna, they probably have some sort of money. I'm just going to show up to practice tomorrow. Just in my gear. Who are you? I'm here to try out to be a goaltender. What's your experience? I was. So wait, do they change the name of the league? It's the Federal Prospects um, Hockey League now. Yeah. The FPHL. It's the Fed. 
It's, it's the, the Fed. Fed. It's the Fed. It's the Fed. Nobody's hiding it. It's like how the ECHL is still the coast. Wait. Oh, that's right, because they added the the River Dragons down. Was it Alabama something like that? No, Georgia, Col- Columbus, Georgia. Yeah, Georgia. Yeah, they have. It's funny how. I mean, I don't Dude, know. Dude, can we just take the Fed and the SP and just put them together, please? How many teams does the SP have now? Uh, I think it's like twelve. They are very. I, the SPHL is probably what I tell people is like, how, what's the Fed like? Well, imagine the Lakeland Flying Tigers, high A ball. That so like you know how in baseball there's triple A, double A, whatever. The AHL is triple A, ECHL is double A. Lakeland is better than West Michigan, Alex. We've gone over this. I've shown you the. They are yes. So I Lakeland know. is high A. Whitecaps well, are low A. Pl- play wise, they're better. Organizationally, no. But continue. Oh, no, yes. The Whitecaps are probably one of the best organizations in minor league baseball. Hands they down. are. I mean, they I, are. when I talked with Jesse Goldberg-Strassler, the Lansing Lugnuts broadcaster, I asked him, like, you know, you're around the Midwest League. You've been around other baseballs. Like, how would you – like, the Lugnuts is a really good organization as well. But he's like, West Michigan is probably one of the best brands. No, like, they are. They are. There's a reason why every single year the Caps get so many awards. And I, my good buddy Jim, Jim Jarecki, yeah. Good, good Jimbo. Good Jim. Yeah. He he likes to say that a lot. You know, we're probably probably one of the, the biggest uh, front offices in all of minor league baseball. And no that's kidding. Be- I mean, it's that's and the that's- perks of being in Grand... I mean, yes, they're not in Grand Rapids, but they're like, they're in Grand Rapids. I mean, it's- you could take Lakeland, that skill level, and put it in West Michigan if you wanted to. We have the infrastructure. But the, the SPHL has 10 teams as well. But what I'm saying is like one S- team league. Let's the, go. The SPHL is technically higher level than the Fed. People get caught the SP sent down from the SP to the Fed. Some now, granted, just beyond on the fact of geography, players do get called from the Fed to the coast sometimes, just because of like Elmira used to get a lot of players from Danbury, just because of they were in New York and Connecticut, and New England area. And there's not. I mean, there are like then SPHL players from the South, like Florida, Pennsylvania. And p- players get called from Pensacola all the time to the Florida Everblades, Orlando, so on and so forth. But the way it works is very interesting. And I shoot, that's a very bad. Ho- I'm just so can't believe that's Battle Creek. Is, bad like at least get three wins. Like who do you play? Who's playing for you? ACHA D four players. Have you tried playing? Have you tried? Or I mean, have you tried broadcasting for the Fed? Well, remember? Well, they like, only had. Well, I remember Battle Creek that was advertised like an internship. I'm like. Pfft. Pay oh. up, Buttercup. Battle Creek was the Rumblebees. The, the Rumblebees. Or the, or the dude, I would, dude, or if the, I w- or the Cavalry, because the Cavalry one would have would have been posted by me. Because after I, no, the funny I, thing was I can't I can't talk about that. It'd have been the Rumblebees. Legally, cannot but, legally talk about that. But the Rumblebees, I would broad, I'd, I'd probably broadcast games. And I'm like, I could definitely play in this league. Still, like you, it's so you'd, you know you'd you'd be the broadcaster that was um, the one that the poor young guy that was on the bench. Yeah, he was on the bench. The emergency but- backup was the play. For, was it the Port Huron guy? Or was, no, it was Columbus's color guy, and he was going to call the game for Port Huron, and he ended up having to be the emergency backup. But he called the game from the bench. That's awesome. Good God! Do you imagine just every because that's the worst part? Hey guys, uh, let's try to keep it down here tonight, um, live on the air for your network. Let's not swear every other five seconds. Oh my gosh, that's awesome! Be, literally, how about not behind the between the bench? How about in the bench with Pierre McGuire? But uh, yeah, we've been going at this one for a minute here, Alex. Let's uh, we should probably wrap this one up. We before, probably should. But before Alex, 
before we wrap up. Oh, my God. Last thing. Keep going. February the 23rd. If for anyone who's in West Michigan, Alex, well, actually, no, I should ask, before we get into the event, you like playing HL, right? Chell? Yeah, I play it every so often. Cheller? You're a cheller? I mean, I don't play as much, but that's because I don't have the game. But, you know, I mean, I, I still like playing it. You like cheller? Yeah, I like cheller. I like cheller. Chell. He's a cheller? I like cheller. Well, if you're all chellers in the West Michigan area, or, you know what, if you really feel like driving a long way, you know what, go for it. You know, all of our friends out there in San Jose, just for some reason that we still have listenership up the wazoo out there. Come on out, February the 23rd, Van Andel Arena, hosting their first ever NHL 20 tournament. Calling it eSports Night, but the big kicker is an NHL 20 tournament at 10 a.m. that day because they have a 4 o'clock puck drop. So what you do, you come out, pay either you pay 24 bucks for seats behind the net or 28 at center ice, lower bowl seats, lower bowl seats, Alex. There you go. Come out, play some NHL, play in a tournament, have some fun, and then go watch a hockey game for it. All for the price of $24. Yeah, representatives of both Aquinas College and Davenport University Esports, which... That that's that's our that's our college. That's our school. That's us. Not Aquinas. No, not no. Davenport. Davenport's our school. Aquinas College, called AQ. That's not how that works. Nope, nope. They're trying. I mean, Davenport University. We're smart. We know that's DU. Duh. Ha ha ha. Do do it. Do it. Hashtag doing work. Hashtag creating tradition. No, no, no. But yes, come on out there. It'll be great. It'll be fun. We'll be out there for sure. I think the. EK High School, their esports team is definitely... They have an esports team at a high school? Oh, esports at the high school level is huge. We are too old for this. We should go back in time. No, well, I mean, it's it's part near bigger than the collegiate. Let's call up uh, Let's call up Grandpa Rick and tell him to bring us back a few years in age so we can go back to high school. Grandpa Rick? Rick and Morty. I don't watch that show. Oh, yeah, I forgot you're not in that. I, Kelly and I got caught up on We have to get caught up on it, but... Yes, come out there. We'll be out there. The link is in the description for this uh, in this episode. We'll also be posting on Twitter and get all the information there you want, which includes the NHL 20 rules. Apparently, you can't be mean to the other player. You can't just punch him in the face while you're playing. Apparently, no. that's illegal. Can't be. And there's actually rules on pausing the game. Well, yeah. There's like actually, like you can't pause a guy when it's on a breakaway. Yeah, no, you can't do that. You can't, you can't do that. You can't do that. Yeah. So... It'll be fun. We'll be out there. Probably posting a bunch of dumb videos of us playing video games against each other or watching you play while then you watch me play. And Who knows? Maybe we'll, maybe we'll be involved in the event. Maybe we'll be. Maybe. We maybe still got be. plenty of time. We got... I'll talk to Bree. We got 19 days. She just said we don't need MC. I'm like, what if we call play by play for the last game? Make it interesting. Come the, I'm championship game. Remember, Alex, you can't swear when you're doing commentary. And it's all for the kids. Yes. Hell, it's in support of Helen... It's Helen partnering with Extra Life to raise money for Helen DeVos' Children's Hospital. I met a guy named Aaron Down today, and he's part of Extra Life. And he's actually told because I, I told him I was thinking about going to the events. Like, oh, Extra Life should get involved. And I'm like, I think they already are. So they are. It'll be awesome. And proceeds go to, they'll go to benefit the local Children's Miracle Network Hospital, which is Helen DeVos Children's Hospital. Mm-hmm. It'll be a lot of fun. Yep. Participants who register will be entered to win a Maritz Cider uh, signed piece of merchandise, and which registration is- must be done by purchasing tickets through the offer in the link that we provided. Um, as of right now, the eSports tournament and the game ticket price um, for lower-level face-off tickets, it's $24, and then lower-level ice center ice tickets is $28. So pretty much between the blue lines. Right. Which, I mean, comparatively, I mean, you're going to be spending about $3 less if you just want to go to the game itself. 
Otherwise, you can have the real cool esports chill tournament. You pretty much pay three. You pay three bucks, come out, hang out with us. Three bucks to be entered to win Marit Cider signed merchandise, and then also play chill. Yeah, it's not too bad, I guess. You know, get an opportunity. It's like lottery, kind of. And come but, say hi to us. Yes, we'll be there. All event registration must be done by Wednesday, February 12th, 5 p.m. So obviously, we'll remind you guys next week to make sure you guys get involved. And it'll be fun. It'll be great. It'll be sweet. It'll be cool. It'll be fun. It'll be great. It'll be awesome. It'll be fun. I, help me out. I can't stop. Coffee's kicking. If you want to tell Tyler that he talks too much and he has mouth I don't talk all don't. over the show. I don't talk enough. Make sure I need to use to get the a bigger hashtag. Role for the show. Make sure to use the hashtag The Keel Podcast at The Keel Podcast on Twitter. Get involved in the conversation. Get involved with the show. Get involved, Alex. You got to get involved. Get involved. Get involved. Oh, yeah, get involved. Tyler, you can try to be a gamer, but you're not a game- gamer. Am I right, gamers? Yeah! Goodbye, everybody. Bye.